Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hicken. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> Rise and shine, Google, it's go time on a Thursday morning. You are locked and loaded with drill today. It is a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. It's wet and it's nasty outside, so have a safe commute this morning. It's been my experience through now. My gosh, how long have we been in this time slot? Uh, what? God, almost 20 years. <laughs> uh, it's been my experience that when it rains out there in the morning, y'all don't do real great. You know what I'm saying? Heads up on a Buckman or wherever it may be today. Y'all not real good out there when it's slippery and wet. You know, I back it off maybe 510 MPHs. You hear me? Uh, let's get there safe this morning. Um, boy, we've got a lot to get to today. It, it, it's going to be a fun Thursday. i got a lot of Pro Bowl observations. Although I do, um, <laughs> I chuckle at the irony of how unimportant the Pro Bowl has become and how we even now don't even use it as an argument for legacy, right? I mean, Fred Taylor is on the doorstep of the Hall of Fame. He went to the Pro Bowl one time and it was late in his career. Yet we do get, uh, we find ourselves get, working up some angst when the announcements are made, and they were made yesterday, and it was uh, not very Jaguar-friendly. Let's just put it that way. If you had Ross Matissic as one of the Jaguars Pro Bowlers, congratulations. You've hit the lotto this morning. One of, you ready? Drum roll, please. Number? Yeah, one of two? Ooh, that's it, huh? Boy, I wonder how many Pro Bowlers we would have had if they'd taken this vote five weeks ago. Perhaps more than two? I think I've determined what did the Jaguars in when it came to the pro. It was the, it, it were those two prime time games here in the last month, right? Last impressions, um, not not good. They lost to Cincinnati. They lost to Baltimore, and really didn't you know compete a lot. So you you know I, I think you go to those games, and you say, all right. Um, who was wronged by their overall work and then those opportunities in primetime. It's pretty clear who the, the biggest snub is to me. And I know, E, you're a foyer guy. That dude just doesn't get his due. And I will admit that I don't watch every David and Joku game. I know he's had a good year, too, and he's scored more touchdowns. Evan Ingram should have been a pro bowler, man. He, he, he leads the AFC tight ends and catches. I'll tell you this, and like I said, I don't know everything about David Njoku, and I don't know uh, what every other tight end around the league is doing. I do have special interest and knowledge when it comes to one Travis Kelsey. He was on my fantasy football team. And if he was on your fantasy football team, you're very well aware that Evan Ingram was better than Travis Kelsey this year. Evan Ingram had a better year than Travis Kelsey. There should be a spot on in, in the Pro Bowl this year for Evan Ingram, who said, what do we got, 104 catches, we say? Yep. I mean, my man's got 104 catches. He leads all tight ends and uh, no love. Hmm. I don't know. I, look, there's arguments for other other dudes, but then you look at who's actually on the Pro Bowl team and realize, well, there's arguments for those guys as well. Losing those four games in a row, row probably cost you two or three Pro Bowlers. That's the reality. If the Jags are sitting right now near the one seed, they've got five Pro Bowlers. It just is what it is. 
the respect comes with those. Uh, Evan Ingram right now is tied for sixth in the National Football League in catches. Yeah, that should be Pro Bowl. Man. That's Pro Bowl, man. Um, you know, he's never been a big touchdown scorer. It's those three touchdowns. Uh, but uh, just from the tight end position up next, uh, Hawkinson from the NFC. There's Travis Kelsey. He's got 93 grabs. He only has five touchdowns. Does get, you know, a couple yards more yards per catch. But but still, it's Njoku who you measure. 81 catches for Njoku. Yeah, he's only got six uh, touchdowns. But here's the reality. Browns beat us. They got a, they're got 10-5. and five. And it, or, or what is it, 11-5? and five? You know, and it shows up. Shows up with the vote that came in last night. Uh, the one guy that can't be denied is is Josh Allen, but even he wasn't voted starter. But but again, when you really dot when you dive into it and you look at who's you know who has the spots, it's hard to argue some of them. Other random observations we'll get to them as we move through the morning. And again, we're, we're does it really matter who the starter is when you're playing tug of war? When you play a flag football game, a couple of them. But a couple other things that I'm left with. Congrats to Josh Allen, his second Pro Bowl um, berth. Certainly earned it. Oh, by the way, in in that Monday night game against the Bengals, Josh Allen had a sack and a half. So, you know, there's a good impression left on people to cap what's already a really good statistical year. I just don't think people got on the Evan Ingram train here this last three or four weeks because he's putting up all these numbers, but the Jags are losing. So he doesn't even make a highlight. You know what I mean? There's no reason if you're a player sitting out in Seattle think Evan Ingram's doing much of anything. Jags lost again? I thought they were good. So it's Josh Allen and it's the long snapper. Ross Matissi. You go get him, Ross. Good for you. Right? Long snapper probably valuable in the um, in the tug of war. <laughs> Although they're the bigger the bigger dudes, I guess, are in other uh, positions. You know what, uh, gang? If you got a youngster coming up and he's going to play football, all right? Yep. You can't all they can't all punt or kick, right? You can't send them that way. Man, this long snapper position has become important. There's a spot on every roster at every level for a dude who just does that. You know, it used to be the defensive tackle turned around and snapped the ball or whatever it is, but it's a lot more specialized now. And this trickles down to college football. Teach her to be a long snapper. E, idea to make money. Let's start a long snapping camp. I'm trying to tell you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Just, we'll get them all out here. We'll teach them how to proper form. We're getting it back there. Let's start cultivating that at like seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah. Huh? And show them how to avoid the big hits. Hey, how to get downfield. I mean, yeah. Matissi gets down there and makes that first tackle sometimes. Or is it Matisic? My messing up is pronounced. <laughs> Pro bowler. I don't know. Have you heard his name all year? Ross. Uh, is it Matisic or Matissi? It's probably Matisic. I think it might be Matisic. Yeah. Do me a Google. Ask the Google machine, Jack's pronunciation guide. Um, Kelsey, though, did not. Nothing. Kelsey, look, at 93 catches, man, but just very insignificant, especially since this whole Taylor Swift thing gets started, man. That's real. He had one game there at the beginning where he went off, and every week it's just been nothing, man. Four catches, 50 yards. Six catches, 41 yards. I mean, he's just, he's just, uh, uh, trust me. I've needed him. I've watched every snap down the uh, 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 down the home stretch of this this regular year and and the fantasy uh, year. Um, 
blame Taylor Swift. Um, there were other snubs. There were other snubs around the league. I don't care. You know, I, if you, Brandon Ayuk and others, there are others that you say, wow, really? That guy's not a pro bowler? Uh, to me, hey, everybody, this is Ross Matisic. Matisic, there we go. I knew it. I knew it in the middle. I should have just transitioned and not uh, brought it to further yeah, attention. Yeah. But, Rookie mistake. Put, put, put respect on Pro Bowler Ross yeah. Matisic. Matisic. There he goes, man. Uh, he and Josh Allen will make the long trip out to, oh, wait, Orlando. They'll, be going to, they'll get in the car. They'll get in the Escalade. Drop the, the black Uber. They'll be next. You'll be going down to Disney World with your kids. Yeah, that was Josh Allen. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> um, and, and I think it's fair to measure it this way, even from the, the point of uh, perception. And we know this from watching, and we won't get into the reasons why. I, I, I do you know, feel like the fan base is split on the exact reasons why, but it certainly puts a stamp of a step-back year for Trevor Lawrence. Right? Trevor was in the Pro Bowl last year. In fact, he I, I don't do they give an MVP of the flag football game? I do remember he threw that long game-winning touchdown pass, remember? And so, yeah, I think it's a step back here in more ways than just the 19 touchdowns, 12 picks that Trevor sits on as he either will or will not play. Coming up this weekend, Trevor met the media yesterday. Now, we've not heard from him since he um, practiced. You know, he talked about just exactly how it feels. It feels better in some ways. It feels... It feels more aggravation in some other areas and some other ways. we got Doc Murphy today. We'll ask him just where Trevor should be on that sort of timeline. But one thing's for sure, and this kid has taught us through a variety of lower body injuries. That's different when you're trying to gut through the pain of an ankle injury and your weapon is not firing, right? You know, a thumb and shoulder, it's a different deal. It's got to be right, or it could be more... um, more harm than good, really. I mean, it might do you worse if you're playing a guy with a, a quarterback with a shoulder who, oop, hits a spot and the ball goes three feet that way. We saw it with the in San Fran with Brock Purdy. For sure. All right, so, but but there is, the, you know, if Trevor had, had, if Trevor had a, mantra, you know, a mantra, you know, it it would be if you can play, you play. You know, I think everyone's, this point in the year, everybody's dealing with something, you know. You, this The way this game is, if, the way I see it is, if if you can play, you play. If you can't, and then you can't, and you don't. You know, I I don't think it's very. I do think it can be difficult, depending on the injury, to make that decision sometimes, because you got to weigh. One, can I play close to my best to help the team? And two, is this going to affect me long term to where, next week or the following week, is it still going to be lingering if I decide to play? I think you got to weigh that. That can be difficult, but I think that the whole commitment deal in this this game is important and I think that guys understand on this team and if you can play you play all right that's well there you go if, if you say it twice inside of your answer uh, it becomes your mantra if you if you can play you play Trevor went through practice yesterday it'll be interesting today to hear just how that went from a health perspective you know you, again you, you got to sprain right shoulder you're a right-handed quarterback what a huge game man what what a huge game. What what a snake pit to have to go in and play at. It's been a house of horrors for so many years. Hopefully we reverse that trend with a with a boy, what a what an important win. In fact, I was planning uh, this morning. We'll do it when we come back on the other side. Let's go Jags heavy. 
Let's go, Jax. Doug Peterson met the media yesterday. This Christian Kirk um, recovery line uh, timeline is amazing. I, I still find it hard to believe that he might be able to play this week, but he also was at practice yesterday. Uh, so you'll hear from uh, Dougie P on that and 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 other issues, topics surrounding this football team and a winner take all, at least from the Jags' perspective, football game in Nashville. Uh, coming up this this weekend, but I thought we'd revisit last year's trip and just rem- and remind you just what a huge turning point it was in the season. So let's have a little bit of fun with that. Listen, man, we were a little bit downy. We lost the four in a row. We 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 stopped. We 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 played it through the majesty of song. Right? We were pretenders one week. We were, you know, um, soft kitty. Warm kitty. You know, we've regressed for sure. But the NFL season is a long time, man. There was a part of this year where the Buffalo Bills looked like us. Wasn't that long ago. Bills lost four out of five, three in a row, whatever it was. They were losing to bad teams at home. They, they had lost their way. Look where they are. I mean, there is time here. We got an important for those who survive in advance. You know, they got a big three or four game stretch coming up. Maybe we get hot for Dare I introduce maybe back into the equation? Oh, maybe? I mean, maybe. I, you know, a reminder, it was 10-7 Baltimore here. 10-7 on Sunday night going into the fourth quarter. Got to get this offense going, man, and get, maybe getting Christian Kirk back, getting this offensive line, man. Punch somebody, bosses. I hesitate with the maybe, but. I promise you this. If we go up to Nashville and play the kind of football we're capable of playing and beat the Titans about like Jacksonville beat them here at Everbank earlier this year, Ooh. I'll have a maybe for you Monday morning. And I'll have more Jags perspective when we come back on the other side. Thank you so much for being up and at him with us. We appreciate you. 641-1010, that's the uh, phone number to the what, illustrious studios here on the South Side. Also, and you know by now, the... Text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. You can always go old school. The email address is the drill at 1010XL.com. And we're back with more on a custom tree surgeon's Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's feeling better. Um, I think certain certain movements bother more than others. There's some things that I can do, and there's some areas where I have totally normal strength, and, you know, it's functional and all that. But in certain positions, it does get a little bit. There's some aggravation, but um, that's getting better every day. But it's still would like to see that go down a little bit more before I just totally let it lose. Sounds pretty 50-50 to me, man. You know, right, Trevor's usually super optimistic because he feels like he'll be able to gut it out by the time you get to Sunday morning. But again, when you're when you're talking about your right shoulder, <laughs> got to leave the passing game be a problem so we'll see how he felt after practice uh, stay tuned to 1010xl all day long uh for that meanwhile you know trevor wants to play you know in, in this game this this is a um i imagine that even when you join the jaguars coming off of a one in 15 year and then promptly go three and 14 even though everyone in the league is beating your brains in for a decade I've used, I've, as you've gone to high school football in Georgia and played at Clemson, if there's one game you're aware of that involves the Jags, it's the Titans, right? That's a pretty big rivalry. You know, more on just how that rivalry was finally 
flipped last year by the Jaguars. We remember the season ender and that excitement, but don't forget where it all started. More on that in a second. Um, rivalry games mean a little bit more. I mean, they beat us twice my rookie year. Um, had a really bad, <laughs> bad experience up there in 2021. That was just a rough day all the way around. You know, we got shut out. I played really bad just in general. Um, our team was in a really, really weird spot at that point. Um, so that kind of stuck with me even through last year, going back there again and kind of thinking about that experience and wanting to to play better, wanting to get a win up there in Tennessee. Um, and then you talk about just the rivalry and the passion from both sides and, and just, you know, kind of how much we dislike each other on the field. And I think that that's a real thing in this rivalry. And it's cool to have teams like that in your division where it is competitive. Every time you step on the field, no matter the circumstances, no matter how many wins they have or we have or what the situation is, you're always going to get their best. And they're going to do everything they can to beat you, and you're going to do the same. So I think that that is the cool thing about football in general, but especially a division rival like that. You know what to expect. There's no secrets, and um, I think that's the cool part of it. Well, we heard that from their head coach, right? I mean, a lot of what Trevor said was it was kind of the same message that Mike Vrabel has up there uh, in Nashville. Tennessee's been an odd team this year. They, they, they've, they've been very, they've been riding an elevator, buddy, when they're at their best. Now, is that just a bad team, like, say, the Arizona Cardinals, who own wins over both the Cowboys and Eagles this year, right? Are they just riding that, you know, uh, fluctuation? Or is it, it, you know, they lost last week 26-3. Jags beat them here 34-14. But you can also look and find narrow overtime losses to three or four teams that are going to be in the playoffs this year. And we saw what they did in Miami in primetime, you know, less than a month ago. Circle back to Doug Peterson here in a second. Let's take a fun trip down memory lane. Last year, the Jags lost at Kansas City going into their bye week. They were 3-7. and seven. Doug Peterson told them, coming out of that Kansas City locker room, they could still be a playoff team. What was in front of them? The division games that lied ahead, which included two, at the time, against the division-leading Tennessee Titans. Don't forget, gang, the Colts and Texans picked first, and or second and, what, third in the draft this year. Third, second and fourth, whatever it was. Okay. There, there were no four-team races. There were no three-team races. There was a one-team race. The Titans were like, you know, eight and three or seven and three, and the Jags were three and seven. But Doug Peterson told them, there's still, still a carrot at the end of this. Keep playing. They, they go through the bye. They come off the bye. We have that incredibly exciting win over the Ravens. Maybe Dougie, Dougie Fresh is right. Four and seven. Hey, the Titans lost. They're seven and four. Then you go to Detroit the next week, and you get absolutely road graded. You get embarrassed. You lose forty to fourteen. You're four and eight. The Titans, I believe, are eight and four. They no, they must have been. They must have been seven and five. So the Titans are seven and five. You've gained no ground. You've just lost forty to fourteen. You're four and eight. Draft talk. This is the Hicken, December fifth. Headlock. Yeah. Headlock. We're, you know, we're done. Yep. Here we are again. Same old, same old. Right. So that's the mindset. That's the recency. 
and the Jaguars went to Tennessee to take on the Titans, who were 7-5. and And the sure as sugar, Titans get the ball, march down the field, Derrick Henry score, 7-0. Oh, wait, Trevor, Evan Ingram, touchdown, 7-7. What do the Titans do? Right down the field again. Another first quarter touchdown. Team they gave up 40 last week, trails 14-7 after one. And the entire script flipped. Jags got a couple of field goals and then that touchdown to Zay Jones, remember before the end of the half, like about 10 seconds to go, took a 20-14 to halftime lead. Came out, outscored him 14-0 after the break. Another Evan Ingram touchdown. Remember that was the game that Ingram had 11 catches, 162 yards, and two scores. Oh, yeah. Not a pro bowler, though. Lawrence threw three touchdowns, 368 yards. The Jags beat the Titans. And at 5-8, and eight, we're suddenly just two games back. But, of course, they'd have to win the rest. That wouldn't happen. Oh, yes, it would. They come home, they beat Dallas in that great comfort behind win down 27-10, goes all the way to overtime, win with a defensive score. Then they get, then decide they're going to be dominant a little bit. They go on the road, back-to-back. They were 6-8 and eight in the time. They were still two games behind the Titans. They shut down both the Jets and the Texans. They held each without a touchdown, 19-3, 31-3. We're 8-8, eight eight. we're playing the Titans for the division title, and damn if we don't do it again. <clears throat> Win them all, chase them down, and hopefully have flipped the script when it comes to Jaguars-Titans. 2-0 last year, 34-14 this year. Can we keep it going this weekend? Well, look, Doug Peterson... Trust me, when he hears Mike Vrabel talk and the clip go viral, he knows it's not an act up there in Nashville, and he's telling his team what to expect. There's a level of uh, intensity and physicality with with Tennessee and Mike's teams over the years, and and he's done a nice job. And and again, it's regardless of, you know, where they might be right now or Whatever the situation, I mean, these guys are going to play hard for Mike, and and, and Mike's going to you know do everything he can to to win this game, and his teams always feed off of that, and and it's a credit to to what he's done there. All right, um, you know he he knows they're going to get the Titans' best shot. That's the expectation. That's how you prepare. Look, you may not. The Titans may already have their reservations booked in Cancun. They may be already on their daily planner have down their uh, alarm time in the morning to get to the stadium and clear their stuff out of there and call a miserable year quits. Hopefully that's the Titans team you get. I don't think it is for a couple of reasons. I think Ryan Tannehill's playing for his NFL survival. You know, he got a game here at the end of the year to, to, to knock somebody off and show that he still wants to play somewhere next year. You've got Derrick Henry likely playing his final game as a Titan. Against his hometown team, a team that he has absolutely destroyed in his career. Well, there's some elements there that, you know, this defense, who obviously played great last week, got to shut out, got to keep that going. It'd be nice to get the offense back intact. 
get a game of rust knocked off before hopefully a win in the postseason and and an opponent that you know already and you know very well, the Cleveland Browns, only this time they would come to Jacksonville. First things first, you got to win this week. I, surprising news on Christian Kirk, maybe because we don't ask along the way and just this assumption that, I don't know, you tear your groin off the bone, you don't come back that year. But Doug said yesterday that Kirk was always targeting week 18 for his return. The practice window opened yesterday, and sure enough, Christian Kirk was on the practice field. Peterson then asked to lay odds on the possibility of Christian Kirk playing just, what, barely a month outside of that groin injury playing this week in Nashville. Not a betting man. <laughs> I can't do that. You just have to establish I can't put odds. You, um, I, you know, right now he's, he's just day-to-day. Yeah, we just got to see where he is at the end of the week. Yeah, and that and that's fair. Look, here here you want a comment that should scare you for a hopeful playoff team. For a team that's been unable to get Travis Etienne going. For a, for a, for a team that is just yeah, we've looked at this unit, you know, week after week, big picture, small picture. The shuffling, the poor play no matter who's in there. Offensive line's been a mess, hadn't it? I think we we're all like getting a warm bear hug from maybe Cam Robinson is the key. Seven and one now when Cam's in the lineup. And maybe that will continue to translate. But the fact that Doug Peterson has to say this going into the final weekend of the year, the fact that he has to say this is not normally you hear something from a playoff bound coach. Still fluid. Um, you know, Cam Cam was good, wasn't great. He can improve. Um, Shatley was good, you know. Uh, the, the offensive line as a whole was good. I think, you know, with Ezra and Walker getting healthier, we'll see We'll see how it goes, you know, this week in practice and, and have a better feel for that towards the end of the week. Fluid. That's the part that, you know, it's still fluid? No, offensive lines on the big boys this time of year, you know what they are? They're concrete, man. Still fluid. Yeah, we're fluid. Yeah. And again, not, not, that doesn't necessarily, and you heard the rest of his comment, doesn't necessarily mean it's it's all poor play that's uh, dogging you, not entirely. I, I don't think we need the, the Jaguars head coach to sell us, you know, soybeans. Still fluid. <laughs> uh, it, it is uh, fluid. Hey, they're taking note of Trayvon Walker down there. His game continues to evolve. And In fact, uh, Peterson said he spoke recently to defense coordinator Mike uh, Caldwell about getting Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker both rushing from the inside from time to time. He said Trevor probably learns a little bit from being on the sideline. Imagine, Think about that. Trevor Lawrence never put on his football uniform and trotted out through the tunnel and watched the game from the sideline, ever. Well, that's not true. I think his freshman year, at, at, at I don't think he started right out of the gates. I could be wrong on that, but I think he kind of was, he, Clemson fan hit me up on the text line. I think he was eased into the Clemson line. I and mean, then he took it over and he won the title as a freshman, but I'm not sure. If he started up. If he started every game as a freshman. But the point is, he's not seen, you know, uh, a lot of action from the sideline while in uniform. So, uh, here are the Jags. Potential for back-to-back AFC uh, titles. The injury report was interesting yesterday. We learned Trevor not only has a shoulder, but left finger injury, they said. Not sure how or when uh, that happened. You know, I played for you yesterday, Tony Baselli's thoughts on Fred Taylor. And, that's, and, and he spoke to how his peers, how... Those guys who are on the field know that Fred Taylor is a Hall of Fame talent. 
Forget Pro Bowl, All Pro. Forget the timing. Again, we went through this yesterday. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I'm not gonna go back down that uh, path with you. A hacker last night had on a Hall of Fame voter, dude named Jason Cole, and so, uh, hey, don't forget, they put it to 15. Now we don't come back in the summer and decide. This thing sprints to the finish line. Super Bowl week is when we find out who the Hall of Famers are. So I promise you, due diligence being done by voters who will then await the presentation by uh, the committee members. 50 uh, Hall of Fame voters then will decide if Fred Taylor goes into the Hall. My guess would be it's going to take a couple of years along the lines of what happened with Baselli to get him through if he's going to get into the Hall of Fame ultimately. Um, but hopefully there's enough momentum built this year so that he keeps coming back into the room and that we keep having to discuss him at the very least. You know, maybe he makes it in and I'm a little bit surprised. I think that, you know, there's, if you look at the totality of this room, this is a lot of players who are very equal. You know, some of the issues we've been dealing with the last couple of years, like, you know, we're starting to get backlogged with three defensive ends. We're starting to get We've been backlogged with wide receivers for a couple of years. I think there's probably going to be a pretty good push to get, you know, one of, at least one of Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, or Reggie Wayne into the Hall of Fame because they've been sitting there for a while. But if that happens, you know, that takes up one of the spots. And then now you're talking about, you know, only four spots being available. And it gets tougher and tougher for a guy like Fred the first time in the room to make it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's fair. Those are all fair comments, bro. I think we should be happy that we're to the 15. What happens, once you knock down that door to the 15, you usually find yourself back in that room, right? And Tony was for a lot of years before it finally before it finally uh, broke to an ecstatic conclusion uh, for the big fella, who obviously took note of one of the big reasons why he was in the Hall of Fame when he gave his induction speech. He very, very clearly pointed out what was the biggest reason for his success. It all starts... With Dan Hickett and Jeff Frost. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, I, I, thank you. Again, humbled. Humbled by those kind words. Um, maybe this helps, though. Fred's the only running back in the room. But uh, if you want to uh, take a Vegas tip there, you heard him say this Hall of Fame voter, when you start... Excuse me. Used to have a sneeze button on the old place. I, got no sn- I cut it off. That was a good sneeze, too, boy. That felt good. Ooh, you know how a really good sneeze feels like good? A good sneeze and a good stretch. Yeah. There's something to them. <laughs> Wits and witticisms from your morning crew here. Um, it, it it might help that he's the only running back, but what I was going to say is if you're a betting man, you heard him say they're, they're backlog of receivers. That, they're going to push some receivers through. I, I mean, I got news for you, and I, I love those receivers. They're good players. They weren't better than Fred, though. No. You go to a team and you have Fred Taylor in his prime or Torrey Holt. Fred Taylor in his prime or or Andre Johnson or Reggie Wayne. Man, it's just a more valuable position, bro. In this day and age, These obviously are, the receiver, but back when they played, yeah. running back for sure. Yeah. And, and by the way, there are um, there there are 10 Torrey Holtz and Andre Johnsons and and yep. and Reggie Raines running around the NFL right now. Yeah. You got to be mindful of that as well. The game changes and those stats become common for – a lot of dudes, it takes a lot more discernment now. I'd put Heinz Ward and his lesser stats in over all those dudes for his impact, for his role, for the Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, almost a defensive captain on the offensive side of the ball, jack of all tra- I don't know his numbers. He's not in, is he? No. I don't think so. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's ever even been a finalist. But, I, I mean, just, so, so as, as Cole references the backlog and pushing receivers through, I hope we remember that. 
you know, at the end of the day, too, this is also very fair. And it's a question that I wish would be asked. Honestly, E.T., football perspective and knowledge. Take any home, you know, cooking out of it. Is Reggie Wayne or Torrey Holt or Andre Johnson any better than Jimmy Smith? No. They're not. He's those guys. Why are those guys all there? Jimmy's just an afterthought. Jimmy Smith is Reggie Wayne, bro. I don't care. And by the way, caught his balls from Byron Leftwich and and Brunel as good as he was. He wasn't Peyton Manning. Peyton, yeah. So I look, I I I feel for Jimmy from that standpoint. You know what? Getting Fred pushed through. It's time for Coffin and Jimmy as well, man. Those guys dominated a major stretch of football there. That whole Coffin thing is just crazy. There's no reason why he ain't in. <clears throat> so we'll we'll continue to track. Uh, they're down from 25 to 15. Uh, Darren Woodson, a safety. Patrick Willis, a linebacker. The receivers we just referenced over and over. Uh, Julius Pepper, first year. He should go in first uh, he, year. He going in. And he should. I got no, and I got no issue with any of these players. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Devin Hester v. Fred Taylor, please. <laughs> Rodney Harrison, Fred Taylor. Yeah, no. Uh, Gates, I think, might be a first year. He's a good player. Got no problem with Gates going right in. I don't think he will. Dwight Fred. Jari Evans, an offensive guard for the Saints, should be in the Hall of Fame over Fred Taylor. Yeah, no. Willie Anderson, the forgotten offensive tackle. Well, we've gotten Ogden, and we've gotten, you know, uh, uh, oh, the big guy, Walter Jones, and we've gotten uh, the other big dude from Ohio State. Um, Pace. Yeah. We've gotten – is he in? He's in, right? I think so. Yeah. We got all those boys in. Let's throw Willie. Let's throw Willie Anderson into the mix. Eric Allen, a DB. I don't know, man. Yeah, Fred's, Fred, Fred may surprise you, man. Fred should get in over Eric Allen. He should get in over Jared Allen. He should get in over Willie Anderson. He should get in over Jari Evans. Don't know about Freeney or Gates. He should get in over Harrison. He should definitely get in over Hester. He should get in over – you put a receiver in. He should get over two of the other three. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> um. I, Patrick Willis is a strong case. He's got the Capacelli you know, issue of not a, a super long playing career, but he they should also definitely get in over Darren Woodson. I wonder how Woodson and a- Allen are Hall of Fame finalists. Well, Woodson got that star with him. Yeah. So we'll just see. But I, I tell you what, I will, I'll read the room from Jason Cole there. It doesn't sound like he's going to be a, ba- a backer of a first year through, right? Doesn't, doesn't, but, hey, there's 50 of them in there, and, and this is where Sam Kavars can change some minds, you know? He can point. Fred has some stats, man. Thousand yard seasons, uh, career yards per carry. I've referenced them. I've looked them up and referenced them many times through the years. They're not on the tip of my tongue. Four point six yards but per the, carry. Yeah, those I know. But he's got some stretches of like consecutive thousand yard seasons. There's been just he's he's in the elite of a bunch of categories like that. And if that is expressed. He should separate himself from some of these names we just went through. More news from around the National Football League when we return. It's a football fix next on a Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday. So I, Dan and I, and um, maybe even during Cat Chat, we can kick around some of the, the Pro Bowl snubs as it, you know, as it relates to Evan Ingram. But I just, spoiler alert, I just, glancing as I do during the break, I'm looking at an ESPN column, 
and it's the biggest Pro Bowl snubs, who should be in, who could be in, and then maybe next year. And they list four or five players in all three categories, uh, 14 total. Evan Ingram doesn't even appear on that. Are, are we in the twilight zone? Are, are Evan Ingram's stats only showing up on the computers here in Jacksonville? Like, like, if I live in Kansas City and I click on NFL stat leaders and I click on the receptions tab and I go down to fifth most in the league with 104, they don't see Evan Ingram there in the other places? Strange to me. Fire the band, we got a football fix. Listen, I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to go through all of them. Lamar is one of them. Uh, Brock Purdy, Matthew Stafford, bunch of quarterbacks. Joe Flacco, bunch of quarterbacks around the league aren't playing this week. Their playoff positions are locked in, either... They're content that they're in at all. See the Rams, who could move from six to seven. Or they're locked into where they're going to be, the top seeds in each. You know you're going to be the five seeds. So those teams are sitting quarterbacks. That includes Joe Flacco in Cleveland. Dan has screamed this question at the Jets. You had Joe Flacco. Why didn't you pick up Joe Flacco? Robert Sala had an interesting quote yesterday from his press conference. And the topic of quarterbacks came up. More on that in just a sec. But here's what he said about Flacco. I've said it before. He's like a Ford pickup truck. Ford guy. Appreciate the shout-out. Truck guy. Uh, You might not like it in the summer, but in the winter months in December and January, that son of a gun starts humming. He's playing some really, really, really good football. So good for Sal taking the high road. I don't know if that's his decision or whether or not to keep or get Joe Flacco. They went and got Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, so... You know, having him on the roster at the beginning of the year wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense, especially with Zach Wilson. Uh, which leads us to this from Jetland yesterday. It looks like Zach Wilson's third season with the Jets will be his last. He's officially out. He's in concussion protocol, so he won't be active for the final game of the year against the Patriots this weekend. Trevin, Trevor Simeon's going to start. Aaron Rodgers, ahead of schedule, will be back in quarterbacking New York next year. And the thought is that Zach Wilson will not be a part of next year's plans. So say what you want about the, quote, no-brainer selection that Trevor Lawrence was. The other two dudes that went up there, actually, was Trey Lance in that draft also? I believe so. Yeah. Look at the other guys that went. What if you got suckered into Trey Lance or Zach? There were guys that wanted Zach Wilson. Some of the big boys out there told you Zach Wilson was the best quarterback in that draft. You know, the same big boys that told us Hutchinson while we watched our team take Trayvon Walker were saying Wilson and luckily common sense won out. But Wilson, Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lightyears uh, over all those. Meanwhile, Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, among nine 49ers elected to the Pro Bowl, seven of them starters. You had a nice year and all, but come on, man. It's an all-star game. The 49ers certainly don't have eight of the best players at their position in the NFL. Same thing with the Dolphins. Hey, you know who the starting quarterback is in the AFC? I know you don't care. It's the Pro Bowl. Do you know who it is, though? You know who they voted in? You know who they selected? You know who's the starter? Who that? Doesn't it have to be Lamar? Yeah. He's going to win the MVP. Tua. You know who's the starter at corner? Yeah. What? This is a serious question. What's Jalen Ramsey played? Like six games? I think four. He's played four games. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' brother has had felony charges dropped. Why does that disappoint me? Does that mean spirited? I'm in the same boat as you. That disappoints me, man. Ride it out there, law enforcement. 
uh, happy birthday to Derrick Henry. Go celebrate it really hard tonight, King Henry. Turns 30, by the way. That's uh, apparently the drop-dead age for, for running back, so perhaps he won't be effective at all on Sunday. And Dalvin Cook becomes available for all at, uh, I believe, 4 o'clock today. Uh, again, through my gatekeeping, I read a column that touched on potential landing spots for Cook, who word is wants to you know, be with a contender. Five teams mentioned, including to me some silly suppositions. Why would the Dolphins, who have Mostert and Achan, why would they get Dalvin Cook? That makes no sense. But there are some other Ravens, right? Beat up at the position. There's some others. Some others out there. But they didn't list the Jags there either. I, maybe ESPN has forgotten that we're in the league. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers. Mander now Orange Park. Kick in arrival and more come your way next. You're locked and loaded on the drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Air piano. Oh, beautiful. Make them away downtown, walking fast, <laughs> faces past. You know it! Your mood. Yes, sir! <laughs> Your mood this morning belies the wet, damp, overcast condition. Oh, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> I'm so happy. Me too. I miss you. Oh, thank you. There you go. And now I wonder. <laughs> I'm going to start with a negative, though. E. Oh, come on now. What just happened? <laughs> he cut it. He just killed the music. I love that. Just killed it. Yeah. Hey, don't bring that negative. I want to start with a negative. Boom, he hits it. Yeah. yeah. I negative. got negative, man. Oh, wow. I'm ticked. Wow. I'm not ticked. I, I thought just, you were in a good mood. What I happened? Am. I'm saying this with we a got, smile We got on two face. of them, bro. What up? We got two of them. What do we got? What you ticked about? No, I mean, I got that. I know. it was Ingram's the only one that really got it. And Ingram's piled his catches on lately, and they voted way back, and he gets screwed. And and hopefully he gets in somehow. But it's it's a shame that, you know, whatever. I mean, 104 catches speaks for itself. And Foyer deserves some point. Foyer Aluakon deserves something, man. He's a good football player. He had a couple sacks this year as well. Last year he had the pick six. Yeah. I mean, good gracious, yeah. man! What more does a man have to well, do? The, the, the team cost us. The, the team cost themselves about three Pro Bowlers. Well, here's my: if they get hot, they don't lose the four in a row. They yeah. win the prime yeah. time games. They get a few more. But when do they vote? Twenty eighth. During twenty eighth. Twenty eighth of December. Yep. Where were we then? We had lost three in a row. Um, we had lost four in a row. We didn't win again till Jan. Two. Okay. All right. This seventeenth game. What are we doing? You mean everyone's sitting? I mean, why we? Ha- yeah, I mean, what's the point? Here I can I can give you the other argument. The point is, we've got we're uh, champs uh, if there's no 17th game already. Yeah, I get that, <laughs> but maybe the schedule would have played out differently. But but the, but the other side of that is, oh, you mean just from a Jags perspective, or do you no, mean in general? No, I'm just like I got paid to go see sitting. Blaine Gabbert and Jeff Driscoll got signed to go play a game, and Carson Wentz yeah. and Nick Mullins and Simeon and mm-hmm. Stick and Taylor and. Mason Rudolph and Jared Stidham and Sam Darnold? That ain't right, bro. Well, well, here, we're paying the same amount of money. So now I'm paying. Okay. So now we're paying for preseason games, which are throwaways. And now, uh, uh, now we're lucky. Our game matters, I guess. And uh, and uh, end of the year game where uh, you know I I want to see Lamar Jackson play. I'm going to the game. Oh no, you're not. 
It's a little NBA load management-ish to me. Am, well, I, am I wrong? I don't know. Is that fair to the to the, to the, to the well, consumer? Well, it was the same team with the 16th game. I mean, you these teams have earned the right with their playoff That's spot. That's what it is. To, right. to, to say, yeah, to not risk their guys. Because the other side of that. I'll see you is, on the other side. Well, we have seven or eight, like, super impactful, like, take the division type games. Yeah, I don't think we have seven or eight. Well, um, you got Bills, you got, you got Bills Dolphins. Yeah. You got, you got um, Jags, Jags Titans. Yeah. You've got Texans, Colts. Yeah. You've got Falcons, Saints um, in regards to Bu- – listen, I'm not sure the Bucks go beat the Panthers at all. The last time the Panthers were at home, they lost to the to the Packers 33-30. to 30. The no. Bucks aren't – and so that means Falcons – you know, there's a lot of games that do matter. Okay. That's two more games that matter. I'm not saying they matter like those divi- – uh, the – the uh, would be good if the Cowboys-Eagles played each other. They both play winnable games, but – that's not decided. Your your point though is like even a team like the Rams, they don't care if they're six or seven. They're, yeah, they're sitting. They don't care. But if you got Matthew Stafford, you have to do that, man. Right? If I'm a fan of those teams, I yeah. don't care. I don't. I don't want my guy to play. I want him to be in their right. best position. Versus, I've had, you know I've seen him eight times at home this year. It's not like it's. I the, really hope. One thing about the NBA is they come to town once and they're gone. I really hope the. Uh, <clears throat> I really hope like the Ravens and the Niners lose their first playoff game because they're rusty. <laughs> Well, what's interesting with I really hope they do. What's interesting with the Ravens is, you know, they sit their guys against Pittsburgh. Yeah. They let the Steelers get in, and if the Steelers win their wild card game, they would face the Ravens. And so the Ravens would have to face the team that they yeah. gave the pass to. That look, I, I think the Steelers beat the Ravens earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So there's no guarantee that these two teams couldn't play in that division the way that division goes. Steelers are weird, man. They're funky. Especially Ooh. in the division games. Oh, yeah. So they may win that game if even were straight up. Yeah, the way Baltimore's playing right now, I don't know about that. Yeah, but yeah NFL is week to week. We all know that. I just think it's kind of a waste. I mean, it's just oh, so many different. Guys. I just it doesn't Ugh. it did that doesn't seem any different from the however many years for me. We I mean, Peyton yeah. Manning said, you know, we've always said Drew Brees, yeah, seventeenth or in a couple years the eighteenth. Correct. Game. That's right. That last game for teams whose decision, you know, whose fate has been decided. Rather, they're gonna they're gonna do what's best for their postseason. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, but I, I, I don't And some like of those it. quarterbacks, in fairness, too, that you referenced in there, they've already been replaced, you know, prior to this. They're not being put in because they're benching the starter this week. Yes, like you said, right, Stick right, and right, some right, other guys right, right, that have right. taken over Injuries jobs. and such. Yeah. But part of that's the lengthy season that we're in, involved in. For sure. So it just keeps Including our guy. And again, you know, Trevor's always so optimistic, Dan, that uh-huh. I, I kind of took yesterday's... I think he's playing. I, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that he thinks... He's as healthy as he thought he was with, say, the knee and ankle. I think he's a little more worried about it eh, at the wrong angle or eh, in yeah. the wrong spot. Yeah. And then what happens, right? Does yeah. that affect performance? Do you suddenly, you know, short or long arm one? I don't. I don't know. Uh, if you don't, yeah, I, I think he's playing. I, I, I'm not saying I don't think he's playing. Yeah. I'm saying I'm more worried oh, about know. his effectiveness through this injury versus the other ones. He's been very good against Tennessee, which is another good sign. Uh. What would you say your confidence meter is with the Jags on Sunday? 80, 70, 50? I'd say... Zero to 100. Um, 80, only because it's the NFL? Yeah. The college, I'd say, I'd say 95. I think they're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. E, what's your confidence? Zero to 100. Uh, 75. Yeah. I think mine's up there, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying the ship is right because you but shut up the think, Panthers. I do think it's not going to be like last Sunday where 
there's no way Carolina's winning as you watch the game unfold. Like, I think you'll look up in the fourth quarter and— I hope not, but you, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, I think it'll be like, you know, hey, it's 17-10 to 10 Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be— I think we three, need, we're up three scores here. We're fine. Be, be nice to jump them. Oh, yeah. Right, jump them. You take, oh, yeah. Uh, there, there are some elements there. There are three elements that should concern you and our confidence meter, to me. The three elements are this. One, Mike Vrabel and the message he's obviously getting in his locker room. I'm sure they heard how mm-hmm. he responded. Mm-hmm. Two is Derrick Henry playing probably his last game as a Titan against does his hometown team. he have one more to summons in And he's had some games this year. I think he does yeah. if you don't lock him down. Yeah. And three, I, no one is going to you know confuse him with a world-beating all-pro, but Ryan Tannehill wants to put out a final statement to the rest of the league that, hey, if you're looking for a quarterback next year. Yeah. You know, he's a veteran guy. He's had success in his career. I don't think he's retirement age. And so, you know, he's, they, they have, look, uh, Okongwu, the, or I don't know how you say his, Okan, Okan, whatever. Oh, the tight end can make plays yeah. and Hopkins can make plays. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. Don't go up there and sleepwalk. Don't get him. I don't no. think we will. I think the team kind of reengaged and I'm, I'm really hoping that we get some, some continuity back on offense and some of these Cats, including Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. I don't understand this Kirk phenomenon. This can't be the injury that he really had. Can it? Well, last doc. I mean, can you tear tear a muscle off the bone and be back in four weeks? Apparently so. I I know he he was rehabbing almost like the day after surgery. Yeah, and and Doug said something I thought was odd that, you know, week 18 was always the target. I guess we just haven't been asking, but that surprised me. I thought if at all it would take, you know, be the postseason. Right, I thought that's where we and were. And I didn't think then, to be honest. He looked, I the the video of him in practice. Getting around pretty good? Looked, looked pretty good. All right. Looked, looked better than Trevor. He Here's was the, doing his thing. Trevor wasn't throwing. Yeah. So, uh, Derrick Henry, for the record, 21 for 102 against the Colts. 22 for 101 against the Falcons. 22 for 122 against the Bengals. Those are his three best games this year. So... He's going to try to turn back time is what he's going to try to do. But. Yeah, he, so he uh, hadn't had that monster game. He's had some touchdown games that were shorter. He's a guy who, and I don't know his health status this year, but he's a guy who, you know, he'll go somewhere cheap next year, and you could see him coming back with a vengeance, having one more year in him, you know, wherever he ends up. Yeah. I would keep an eye on him. He made the Pro Bowl, right? Over ETN. Who did? Henry. When Henry won of the Pro Bowl picks? Or yeah, no? I think he was, which is t- yeah. terrible. Yeah, there's a lot of... Jalen Ramsey played four games. He's a starter. Two is the starter over Lamar. I mean, pick 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 your poison. Josh Allen's not in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Come on. I have some You're having a Pro Bowl and Josh Allen, the hey. leading quarterback production-wise in the league, isn't in it? Come on, Listen, man. for us and where we are, I would... That's chip, 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 chip on the shoulder. I would be throwing that out there that's if fair. I was Doug Peterson. I would... Be telling Evan Ingram they don't think you're you're good enough to even be in the Dadgum Pro Bowl fun. Are you kidding me? Hey, hey, uh, you know, go down the list. Matisic, just make your snaps. <laughs> How do you pick a Pro Bowl long long snapper? Is it tackles? Is it the guys that get down the field to make tackles too? Matisic had that forced so. fumble fumble recovery play this year. Maybe was that a primetime game? No, I, I, just, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like. Know. And if you're a player, I promise you, you don't know who the long snappers are when they vote when the players vote and vote on the long snappers how many people on the jacksonville jaguars football team e would you guess don't know ross Matisic's name oh come on i'm telling you right now how many <laughs> you think they all know who he is uh, 
I, I they probably so. do. Yeah. You do. So, yeah. Yeah, you just, think they yeah, just from all a, the He's a personality and too. And he's been around for a while yeah. now too. I think so. You think so? Yeah. Because it's its own position. I did say this earlier. You got to get out there. To, you think if I went up to Trayvon Walker? Yeah. 100%. So he'd know Ross Madison. Oh, that's so. Ross Madison. Yeah. I'd have talked with that dude. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think if you ask, hey, man, what's your long snapper's name? Ask any of them. I think they'd tell you. <laughs> That'd be a good feature. The long snapper has become now almost Arr! as important and separate as the kicker and the punter. If you got a kid out there, he's not super athletic. Russ. Russ I, is I, his name. I no, told, it's Ross. I told <laughs> I told E, Hick, you're always in in the sniffing around ideas to make money. Yeah. I think I have one, dude. Oh, talk to me. Long snap camp. Yeah. Teach them to be long snappers, bro. Don't teach them to be a tight end who's going to fade out after junior high. Yeah. Don't teach them to be a quarterback or a punter. They can't do it if they can't do it. Every dude out there that's got a modicum of athleticism, if you start them at age seven... I can turn your kid into a college football long snapper. You get scholies for that. For sure. Yeah. You know, uh, you get, we get Ross. We got Carson Tinker. We bring the boys back. <laughs> Joseph Lincoln, did he do some snapping? Yeah, that's what he was. Yeah, right? There we go. By the way, Z, I know you're right there listening. Don't you steal my idea. I better not look, turn around in three months, and there's the Joseph Lincoln long snapping camp. Unfortunately, Jeff. There's already one? Yeah. You just Googled? Yeah. Well, I see, it is a good idea. Cole's Sometimes. long snapping camps. Huh. It's a, it's smart if your kid wants to West play football. Palm, Panama City, wow. Dallas, Texas, Look College Station, Dang. Phoenix, nice. Massillon, Ohio, Atlanta, Charlotte, Houston, Columbia, Dallas. Same, same group? Yeah. Coles. I, I wonder when they started. Does it say? You got to. Gotta, uh, I don't have that much. Another great idea down the drains. Yeah, that's a good try. This is a good idea. Somebody's apparently very effectively. Yeah. We've got franchises all over the daggone place. I wonder if Ross went there. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if we should look at this guy and get this guy in Vegas out on parole who uh, <laughs> went airborne on the judge yesterday. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yesterday was not a good day in law and order, man. The shifty are getting their day of reckoning. Mary Kay. The God shifty. Blood. Those shifty dudes who, who took that trip down there to Fantasy Island. Those names got unleashed yesterday, oh, a bunch oh, of them. A bunch so, yeah, of them. All the a bunch of them did. A bunch of the names yeah. came out. Yeah. The shifty aren't feeling real comfy today. Whose names A lot came out? of shifty Give me dudes. Names. Uh, came out? I, I don't uh, Clinton. There's okay. one. All right. Who, who, according to the, the law, quote, likes them young. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right, we don't need to do that. That's that. what I'm saying. All right, I'm uncomfortable. I'm just saying you should have let me just go with the shifty well, and not I wanted name names. Name. I didn't need the extra addendum right. that well, you threw out there. a lot of the names you've heard before already, and then there's some other new, you know, Hollywood, business mogul, we got, we got, politician uh, types. You know, the uh, shifty, the yeah. world's evil cabal, Dan. Come we on. We got the 10-minute drill, but before we go to break, <laughs> you know, raise your hand if your team was on national television last night whooping some A. E, were you guys on Natty TV? ESPN doesn't count. I'm talking network. Raise your hand if you beat a team on a six-game win streak. ABC. Yeah, what was that? ABC NBA. You know what that is? I don't know. I don't. We got to fill some time. I think that's like the movie didn't come through. That's a writer's strike. That's what did that. I I don't know. Did they ever have a premiere week on the networks? I don't know. Well, the writer's strike, I think, is is that even over? The writer's strike? Yeah, it's over. But I think they lost a lot of block of pro. That's probably also, what it is. Probably I learned, catch it. I'll just throw the NBA I on. learned this. Uh, my center, my backup center, who had 20 rebounds last night. He's a good, decent player. He plays hard. Um, but Mitch is out. So uh, the guy, the announcer kept calling him Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Yeah. Hartenstein. Stein. Instead yeah. of Stein. It wasn't yeah, just Hartenstein or Hartenstein, but he kept All kinds of stuff. Stein. 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 All right. Let's, uh, 
Let, let's come back with a 10-minute drill. Uh-huh. 2-0 with OG. Uh, yes. No, aren't you 2-1 or you're 2-0? Um, I... Yeah? I've changed my mind on what my initial reaction was to Rory McIlroy's comments. Okay. So, well, uh, PGA Tour season starts today. Rory is among those still on the PGA Tour. Are we doing the uh, fantasy golf this year? We are. I don't think that starts for another couple of weeks. I know that because of my big winnings from the fantasy football. I'm just going to transfer some of that over. <laughs> you want to pick mine Free up roll. too? Nah. Send mine? Nah, not this time. Mm. Uh but, yeah, I, I, I've changed my mind on what I initially thought yesterday. We didn't talk a bunch about it, but his comments kind of broke during our show. We were, you know, down some other paths at that point. But uh, we'll get into the Jaguars, the, the the Pro Bowl, some of the snubs that are out there. The fact is, even anyone even care? I mean, you're voted starter to what, a tug-of-war game? Yeah, I, I don't. Paintball? I it mean, is dumb. Right? It's not like I you're playing know. a football game but anymore. it's unfortunate for the Jags. Again, it's a chip on the shoulder for us, though. I but here's the deal. It. They're not, yeah, we're 9-7, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens. If we'd have kept moseying along, if we were 11-5 and five right now, they'd have them. Well, if we win the South, man, we ought to have a couple, three three, three players out there. Yeah. I mean, Foyer we and Ingram deserve to be on the team. I'm sorry. Sure, but it's hard to take someone off and say they didn't. Well, I'd take Ingram over Njoku. I would, too, for sure. But but the Browns are better. You know, that matters. All right, this is the drill. We'll come back with a 10-minute drill and more. It is a custom tree surgeons Thursday here on 92.5 FM. Hit it. Close. I, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call delay a game. I'm sorry. No. No, no. You think you got it? Uh, just like Caitlin Clark. Where's the flag? Just like Caitlin Clark. Can we review it? I'm on point. Can we review it? No. <laughs> are you are you doing the like the auto insurance yeah, commercial? I love yeah. that. I want to review it's it. It's not that Evan Ingram was snubbed, Dan. And I feel you on foyer, but I I get it. I'm looking at the roster here. Who are you taking out? Which one got? of those two dudes are you taking out? Who but, are they? Uh, one was Patrick Queen, and he wasn't the starter. The other was... Uh, Roquan. They're on the same team. I don't think it was both of them. Um, Patrick Queen? I'll take Foyer over Patrick Queen. I don't know what his numbers are. I just know the name. Know, He's I, on the best team in the best defense. Dan, our defense stinks. That's what stink. happens. Yes, it does. Shut out. Eh. Okay. What do you mean? When they voted, our defense stunk. They were getting lit up by Baker Mayfield and Joe Flacco, bro. Who you putting in on that team? Hold on now. They just got lit up four weeks in a row by... Jake Browning Nagel making his first start in five years at any level. Mm-hmm. And then they, 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 they Flacco burned them, and then Lamar. I mean, all they just. Uh, anyway, I'm not anti Foyer on the team. Sounds like you're anti No, what, what I'm definitely pro huge snub Evan Ingram. He's got 104 catches. That's tied for fifth most in the entire National Football League. It's the most by tight end by like 13 or 14 over Kelsey and by 20 more than Njoku. And it's like he didn't even exist. But it's worse. You ready? Yeah. It's an ESPN column this morning. 2024 Pro Bowl roster snubs who should be an NFL All-Star. And then he put them into categories. Players who should be in, mm-hmm. Evan Ingram. Okay. Players who could be in, okay, Evan Ingram. Players who would be in in another year, but numbers kept them out this time around. Well, that wouldn't be Evan Ingram. So, okay. Pretty clear, Evan Ingram is either a player who should be in or a player who could be in. But there's 14 total. Okay. Okay, let's go to the should be in. Brandon Ayuk. Um, highest routes run by receivers uh, since 2007. Ayuk has the fourth best total. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has 1,300 receiving yards. He should be in over Nakua, they say. Anyway, okay. I don't, I don't agree with that, by the way. I don't either. I, but, saw, I saw that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had a great year. Nakua was terrific. No, the, the guys, see, I didn't. Yeah, I don't agree with Brandon. Uh, no, well, well, 
keep your disagreement in check. Okay. Uh, Antoine Winfield of the Bucks. Okay, uh, Buda, instead of Buda Baker. All right. I, uh, Josh Allen. He should replace Tua, they say. Yes. And I agree. I do, too. And, and Tua's the starter over Lamar. Make sense of that. I can't. All right. Hard knocks. Uh, they also, uh, if you're uh, on hard knocks, you get in. DeForest Buckner, they say, should be in, replacing Quinn and Williams. That's hard. Oh, Quinn and Williams is so – now, DeForest Buckner might have had a great year, and he's a big man. He's a good player. Quinn and Williams is sort of, like, thought of as the best interior defensive here, here, lineman in football right here, now. Here, and again – And by the way, you never uh, – E, you never son – son? Is that the term? You don't. Yeah, you never son him. You never son him. Don't right. you son Quinn and Williams. Okay. He'll smack you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, the sevens. Here's Buckner. Why are you running right past my son, Quinn Williams? You don't know what that means. Seven sacks are solid. Eighteen <laughs> percent pass rush win rate at defensive tackles, third best in the position. Okay, that stands out. Yeah. Uh, despite the lack of son, him. Yeah. Uh, and they say Hopkins should be in over Tucker. What does that mean to son someone? Man, you better not say son. No, that's not it. You're pretty. I thought. Well, I'm only doing this out of respect because you're yeah. better at this than I, I am. am. Yeah, that's. A, I don't know that one. And I, I ask sometimes. I yeah. have to ask for the culture. And yeah, I don't know I, that. You one. weren't here, and I had to. Yeah, find I, out I, about and, the and I don't know. Happened. I was trying to kind of just keep going there. Okay. I was just giving Jeff props. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. up with the culture. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't in that culture. Well, I didn't. I don't know that one. What is it? Y'all gonna fill me and the rest well, of the world in? Or? <laughs> I will fill you in. Right you don't now. sun him. You better not sun him. Yeah. What you're? Well, if you're Joe Flacco or whomever, I could demonstrate. You want me to demonstrate? No, something? just say what it is. E, can I do that? No, you're not. If you come near me, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna, da- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna David Tepper you with a cup of coffee. He come in here and, and, and just tell me what it is. No, e, and stop his, to, his, his nonsense. E, isn't it better to demonstrate? I'm gonna go get some. Uh, e, you can, you can, you can do what Quinn and Williams would do. So we just met up. Me and E see each other first time in a long time. Uh huh. Hey man, what's up? What? Oh, oh, oh. What? Sorry, sorry. What just happened? <laughs> You pat his head? Yeah, don't pat the head. Why would you pat someone's head? Oh, well, that's like, yeah, son. Yeah. You're sunning. You're, I, okay. Flacco, Flacco did I was that close. Game. I was a lot closer than the reaction. After the game, Flacco and Quinn and Williams are meeting. And, and he tapped like, him on the head? And they're like, oh, great. And, he, and Quinn and Williams' reaction was like, wham! He did a swim move. Hey, like. man, I will say this. And again, culture or not, mm-hmm. some brothers do not like to be touched. Mm-hmm. Especially up around right, the head. Right, I've seen that right. from playing sports uh-huh. now. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going yeah. anything other than that. The reaction to being touched. I was just asking. That's for the is stronger on your side, my man. Yeah. For the culture. Is that fair? That is very I fair. I think for the culture. Yeah, you touch the, you touch the culture around the head, face, neck. Not the same as if right. you, you'd go touch Jacko. Yeah. That's true. Right? That's that, all, yeah. yeah. It's like, and don't again, touch I think, me. Don't yeah. touch yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't like to be. Some people. Right. Fine. It's fine. I just that I know this from just watching the, the just the number of uh, you know pickup basketball brawls and stuff yep. such through the year. I played way too many hours of pickup hoops. Yes, always with the brotherhood. I may yeah. be the only guy out there. I was Woody Harrelson. Get, get you bucket, feel me? Yeah, just shooting. That's all I did. <laughs> hey, get the white dude. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. TV can shoot. That's what they call me. TV. TV can shoot. You know it was a great thing to do when you play pickup basketball as a kid with the brothers. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. They always give you nicknames. Yeah, no, e, TV. E, this is this is the one thing you can always beat the brothers on. There's one thing and only one. Thing. What's that? And I, I every single time. <laughs> and uh, you get the brothers. May take this to the league. And... Yeah, you get the basketball. Uh huh. Uh huh. Pump fake. <laughs> they trying to block oh, everything. Oh man! Why am I? One step, dribble, pop. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to you want to send 
You have no fundamentals. Whitey shot into the stands, man. <laughs> Did he Pope just go whitey? I did. We're getting off the chart here. <laughs> TV. Uh, <laughs> I, we're all here. Trust tree. We're the trust tree. Yeah, it's fine. Um, player, by the way, okay, spoiler. We'll just fast forward. Players who, we went through the players who should be in. Yeah. We also go through four who could be in. He didn't put Evan Ingram there either. Not what are we doing, dude? Who's that? Are we who, invisible? Who Says ESPN. Let me see who uh, the writer is. That. It's under their, you know. Well, we love our Jags. And we uh, know Seth they Walder, ESPN Analytics. Come on, Seth. Analytics. Yeah. Better than that. I got a pop quiz. Do you want to play? I love a pop quiz. Huh? And I am pop not. Pop quiz within the 10-minute drill. I'm not scared. I should have done it yesterday. Oh, no. But I'd rather do it today. Because I meant to do it yesterday, but I didn't have time. I was busy. I had a lot of good material. Okay. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville's still a buzz. Uh, they are. Just waiting for today to be, uh, <laughs> you know, outdone. You've watched every Jags game in franchise history. You've I have. seen them all. I have. Every single one. I want you to tell me. The best That's not true. I one I had to come back and see. There was one that I was on the cruise and I couldn't get it on the sh- okay. on the ship. All right. I think I think that was at uh, the Dolphins when who was the one kid Kessler a quarterback? Then they won. Bortles came in. Remember that game? Sure. Okay. Why do I remember that one more and I didn't see it? To the best of your recollection, Jeff Prosser, tell me the shutouts that the Jags have had in, in history? history. Yeah, there's been nine of them. Yeah. Who do you remember? Uh, what games? Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, Ooh. If you can get the teams, even the day, like the teams and around the time. We I'll beat either. There was one of these two teams we beat, I think, 41 and nothing here with mm-hmm. the terrible quarterback play. Spurgeon win. It seems like they beat the Cardinals 40, like something to nothing. No. No. Or the Browns. What, the Browns. What, it was that the Browns. was the Spurgeon win game. Is that 41 nothing? It's 48 nothing. 48 that nothing. Was December 3rd, 2000. Spurgeon win played the worst game in the history of playing against the Jaguars at the quarterback spot. It was. It was did we shut out the did, did we, or was it twenty one three the Steelers? I think we beat the Steelers twenty one three maybe one time. I don't think. No, but we did beat the Steelers nine to nothing nine in two thousand six. Okay, nine, nine, to nothing. nine to nothing. So that's two. Well, we got the two this year. So I'm just going to skip by those. Well, we only got one this year. I don't know where you keep. I didn't two have. In we, your I head. thought we had one at the beginning of the year. Oh, we only had one. You said that the other day. I did. I, I I'm standing by. I, I was thinking. And you about had to look it, it up. You looked I, it up. I, I asked my son. Yeah. I said, Do we have a shot? That's what? terrible. He goes, no. We, oh no. He goes, maybe he thought it was the Falcon game. They got a late touchdown. I go, I don't know. Yeah. He kept telling me there was two, and yeah. I let it slide. I'm yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, what am I thinking? I thought they had one. I don't know. Wow. Um, wow, that's bad. I got early onset, Doc. You got anything for no, that? No. Lobotomy, say, maybe. Maybe maybe lobotomy. Um, all right. Uh, um, did, they, did they come to your mind? Some do, yeah. Okay. I don't, not all mine. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to look at the teams. I need I'll to. Throw, I, let me throw a couple I, I need to see the teams. Like when, I say, when I tell you the game, you'll go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like. You got the you got the forty eight nothing. We shut out the Jets forty one nothing in 06. Okay. Uh the Steelers in 06, 9 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the year we had two. This what we shut out Houston in 03, 27 nothing. That didn't really come yeah. to mind. Uh the Spurgeon win game. I remember in 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 two thousand as well, early in the year we shut out the Bengals thirteen to nothing. Okay. Okay. And then we had three straight over the Colts, and those are the other three. Wow, I don't remember three straight over the Colts. Well, was it three straight games? It was 17, no. 18, and 22. And it, the one in 18 stood out because that was 6 nothing. That was Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I would, now, that one is very – that yeah. was here. They, yeah. yeah. And then uh, last year, we shut the Colts out. 
I'm thinking of the 24 that, zip. Are you sure that wasn't early this year? Because that's what I seem to have placed it. <laughs> Those were the nine shutouts in uh, uh okay. I did, Only nine. I did terrible. Is, I was yeah, off, that wasn't I was off great. for a great start. Well then I'll just I'll just offer a daily's double take to close this thing out Fine. because it it, it applies to uh, some newsworthiness. Uh-huh. Uh, the double take brought to you by the dash. Uh, don't let this big Yeti fool you. I got that daily ground locally sourced coffee from the Dash. Uh, it fired me up this morning. So great coffee, uh, great sandwich deals throughout the day. I uh, stopped by the Dash. Uh, we had a record in the NBA last night. Do you know what it was? Did you see the stat? A record in the WNBA? We had a, no, in, not, in the NBA. Yeah, in the in the NBA. No. Five, five points? Five teams scored at least 140 yeah, well, points. It's a different and that's, time now. It's never happened in the history yeah. of the NBA, that many teams. Yeah. Among those, my Hawks. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. So the Hawks are up like 141, 128 with a minute and a half to go. And if you don't think it was 141, 138 with a tying three in the air in the last second, you'd be wrong. Did they get a tying three? They missed it. Oklahoma really? City missed a tying wow. three. I saw the Because the Hawks, we were up 20 the whole game, 15, 20 the whole game. I, I was on the computer. And it was funny because I was looking at, you know, I was looking, uh, the Knicks game was on. I was watching the Knicks. They beat the Bulls. They were on national TV. I don't know if you heard. They were on the network. They were up, and I saw the Hawks score. It said 141-132, and then the little update flashed, and it went 141-138, but it said three seconds left. I said, eh. Must be over. Well, that's what uh, I'm they must have had the ball with three seconds left. They did. I told you they yeah. they they had it. No, they had the they had a open three from the corner. Yeah, I mean it was, it was an open three. They should have. I mean, like, well, not maybe not should have. They they definitely could have met. Yeah, it was. Um, let me look at the time here. This is such Hawks back. God, Atlanta stinks and everything. Yeah, yeah, it is. With 141 to go, it was with a minute 41 to go in the game. It was 141 to 129. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then uh, SGA hits a three. It's one forty-one, one thirty-two. Then that's with one thirty-seven to go. Hawks said turnover. <laughs> he 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 makes a dunk. It's one forty-one, one thirty-four with a buck twenty-four to go. Then they get a layup with forty-eight seconds to go. It's one forty-one, one thirty-six. Then SGA hits a a, a two-pointer with twenty-seven to go. It's uh, one thirty-eight. And then my guy Bogdanovich with about Bogdo with about. Three sec, five, you know, five seconds to go in the game, and like shoots it. Yeah, you got. You could have. You could have taken like another. Two, you could have taken another two seconds. It, oh, it was going to oh, expire, okay, but okay. you you left them a couple seconds, and they missed a wide open. So there you go. That was way too much Hawks basketball. But it that's was. The, that's daily's double take. We got Doc Murphy next. Get to the bottom. Christian Kirk, Trevor Lawrence is the best we can. Six four one ten ten. Sing us the song. You're the piano men. E. That's right. We got a pair of tickets to see the piano men. Live at the Thrasher Horn, um, Friday, January 12th. I'll let your boy. Be kind, be courteous, be correct, and you'll be a winner right here on The Drill. All right, he's a man, he's a legend. He's Dr. Kevin Murphy, Southeast Orthopedic Specialists. And we love to uh, and enjoy our segment with him each and every week. Doc, how are you? I'm good. Good. Let's start with, let's go right into Christian Kirk here and try to make some sense out of what happened. The good news is it looks like he's going to play football. He had some kind of surgery. He had some sort of core injury. Are these all factual things that I'm stating? True. It happened December, I think, 8th is what the deal is. We're not even to a month later. Uh, by Sunday, it'll be the 7th, so it'll be about a month. And he was running around on the field yesterday playing. So what would you surmise kind of happened to him? Well, he had surgery very quickly. Yeah. Right? Right, so, right away. Uh, they're talking about a core injury, so mm-hmm. they've now kind of hinted that it was – his adductor, the mm-hmm. the muscle that pulls the the legs inward, okay, pulled off the bone. 
mm-hmm. which would make sense that you would repair that acutely. If it's something, you know, a sports hernia, all these things, those aren't typically things you fix acutely. He Pros- said Pros- he did. you ever get on the machine and do this exercise where you put the weight and you squeeze your you know, yeah. legs in? Doc was telling me that's the other. I said, why would I exercise that? I don't need to exercise that. Well, you used to have a thigh master that you would huh? use. Yeah, you don't need that. I mean, it makes <laughs> it that? sore and yeah. just kind of go. I mean, yeah. But Same yeah. muscle group, yeah. As that's the muscle he group. He did say yesterday, too, that he had been, pl- leading up to that, he'd been playing with a small tear somewhere. We always talk On about. On his other side. Yeah, 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 there you go. So, yeah. But if uh, you so, pull it off the bone, reasonable to reattach it, but it's also reasonable to let it heal, right? Yeah. If you fix it, why risk turning it off? So it, that's going to take six weeks to heal. And yeah. it's only been, is it five it's this week? Uh, this Sunday, will, will it not be five weeks exactly? Five? Is that yeah, what it is? it's a push. Okay. I mean, that's, there's some Well, that the Bengals started that four games in a row. Oh, yeah. Then you lost the fifth yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Then you won the fifth yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. There's some risk to that at five yeah. weeks. But Six weeks some, is kind of the number. Yeah, but obviously some guys are going to go faster yeah. or slower, and you yeah. don't know for sure if you're not watching. I don't think the Jags want to put him or their postseason no. or other things. I think they feel he's totally healthy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, they can feel what they want, but the doctor who sits it needs it. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I mean through that. Typically, tissues heal six yeah. weeks okay. when you reattach a tendon. Okay. Let, it, let the thing heal. I you mean, I can't tell you about medicine and, and recovery. You can, I can't. You can, you can. Can we I'm teach you some stuff when we're done? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, what about uh, Trev? Uh, we didn't see him throwing yesterday. It's two weeks. Let me say this. If he doesn't play this Sunday, and it's three weeks before he plays, then what would we surmise the injury is? More severe than we thought, or not necessarily? Uh, not necessarily. So okay. there's conversation whether it's an AC joint right. versus labral tear. Uh, if it's a labral tear and it doesn't get better, that's a – bigger problem in that it's probably detached and may need fixed later. If it's the AC joint, which is up above and it just still hurts Mm -hmm. and they're just protecting it because they either don't want to inject it and make it go away. He doesn't want to do that or they don't want it to turn into a more significant injury. We get to hit again. Let me ask you this other question about Trevor Lawrence. You know how at the end of the year you have your, your exit, you know, physicals, these football players, and then you always hear about somebody had some sort of cleanup surgery. Right. I'm going to guess, and I don't know, but I'm going to go ankle, knee, shoulder, head. I'm just guessing, throwing it out there without any knowledge, is it possible Trevor Lawrence will have some sort of cleanup surgery on one of those parts of the body after the season ends? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Now, you know, a throwing arm on a – uh, quarterback, well, yeah. you want to, unless it's a detached labrum Correct. and re- he really can't go, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to, or it's not a rotator cuff tear, you're going to yeah. hold on doing a cleanup on that. Yeah. What but if you can't throw with it, then you got to fix it. Right. We, can we, and we say sprain this or sprain that. What, what exactly happened to Trevor's shoulder as, as he fell? What, what happened to it, you know, medically and, and. Doc, I'll handle this. It jarred. Okay. You got jarred. So it, if he if he sprained it, if they're calling a sprain, <laughs> he sprained a ligament. Okay. So the ligament goes bone to bone. So his AC joint has a ligament that goes from the clavicle to the acromion, which is part of the scapula, that top part, the AC joint. Mm-hmm. So it'd be so, up here where your where your clavicle, your collarbone runs into your shoulder. You got it. And he just did it by landing on it. It just just it's twisted usually, it like you would an ankle or something else. It's more of a direct impact, kind of the the. Point mm-hmm. of your shoulder, and that's then so what does it? And it compresses the shoulder, and that thing pops up, and it sw- and it swells, and it has just, yeah, just it has like pain. an ankle or something else that we're more used to spraining. It's a, a similar. It. it would be a similar timeline for 
recovery and for feeling good. Yeah, to get it to go away completely. And, and you know if a player sprains his ankle and he comes back in two weeks, that it was milder than if he sprains his ankle and we don't see him for a month and a half. You got it. And we so we until you see Trevor come back, it, you're like guessing what a dude's high ankle sprain is. Well, the AC the difference is he's got to use that to throw. He could. Yeah. Here's what and I wouldn't say bothered me, but Trevor's always so optimistic. Like he always, oh, it feels great. It feels a lot better. I was surprised because I know that he knows when it's his lower body, he can fake it if he has to. So he's willing to th- to put it out there. He was a lot more, I thought, restrained in his comments yesterday. He didn't say he wasn't playing, but he just. You know, he admitted, look, there's areas here that when I go to do it, you know, there's there's a problem, there's a catch, there's a hitch. And, and Doc, I'm just saying that you could go back with the best of intentions as a quarterback and go through your motion. When you get to at that point where it shuts down, I don't know where that ball's going, do I? Yeah, and that, that makes me worry more that there's a labral tear involved because that when you try to accelerate the ball through, that's typically when the labral tears give you the pain as opposed to the AC joint is more of a direct impact kind of problem okay. as opposed to the throwing motion. Okay. So, I'm still a little concerned that it might be a labrum, and to Dan's point, that may be something that needs to be addressed. And, and in fairness, I don't know, like verbatim, the quote, what exactly, what movement or what motion he's saying. I've assumed it was his throwing motion, but if you say that doesn't necessarily align with just an AC joint, yeah, that would, would be, agree. That would be a problem. When you compress it, it does, but uh, still the concern. But if if it's if they're calling it a sprain, uh, count it as an AC joint, that's a worst-case three-week deal. Uh, usually two to three weeks is when you're back. But it's not going to be pain-free. They may have to inject it to get rid of the pain. Let's just look at this note because we've had this discussion with Doc about turf versus grass. And, you know, you always data, studying data. Of this year's 24 major leg injuries, 13 have occurred on a turf or partially turf field. So, um, I don't know. That seems like 50-50 to me, basically. So, I, I don't know what the answer is on that. I also have noticed, though, this year, and, you know, I think you, you often tell us, Every year there's a different, you know, some other injury will, oh, it seems like there's more of these this year. And there's really, it's just a different year. And this year, have, and this year it kind of seems like the Achilles. You know, maybe it's because of the, some of the star players like Aaron Rodgers right off the rip and then Kirk Cousins had an Achilles and, and then the kid at, uh, at MetLife, you know, the Dolphins defensive end who was on hard knocks, Jalen. So just seems like there's been more of that this year than, than previous. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it, do you? Well, the, the Achilles in particular mm-hmm. – is a 40-year-old guy injury, right. typically. Okay. You know, you get it. Younger guys get it for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's common, you know, go out. You've had it, right? You go yeah. play basketball, oh, you yeah. step on somebody's Tennis shoe court. and yeah. overflex your foot and you yeah. rip it. Mm-hmm. So these Don't forget he was once are, concussed when he fell in the closet. I've been concussed and yeah. torn the uh, You are Achilles. Trevor, basically. Yeah, we've gone through More a lot Marino. together. Yeah. We there can talk some, about There it. are similarities there. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but go the, out in uh, the parking lot, Doc will intercept you too. Both have tremendous hair, I think. But the Achilles, <laughs> you know, he's a 40-year-old quarterback towards Achilles. So there's yeah, some yeah. of that built yeah. into it, too. The quarterbacks are playing longer because you can't hit them. Yeah, well. that's true. Which but. is good news for our first playoff game. We can go ahead and expect Flacco to tear that Achilles practice week. Well. He's it, getting on up there. He ain't playing so this week. Yeah, so that's that, for sure. That's uh, have to be practice week. Yeah, yeah. Anything and, else? Well, Bradley Chubb did his ACL. Man, the Dolphins have really gotten beaten late up. In, late in the game. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's important to point out. The Dolphins got no chance of being going to the Super Bowl. No, they've lost too much on defense. I mean, hurt. they lost those two DNs, dude. And those guys were so, good. That's a January, basically a January injury. January one is what you know. So eight to twelve months, kind of nine months is kind of the sweet, that's a sweet de- spot. That's a pass rusher, so he's going to want to be. Uh, I'd say mid season next year, right? I'm oh, going to start thinking about at that the earliest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a tough one for. Gosh, you hate those this time of the year. Ugh. 
terrible. Uh, did you see what happened, by the way, at the Under Armour game? Uh, Lagway left with a little ankle thing. Yeah, I got injured his foot. I don't know what yeah, it was. He said it, it was an ankle sprain. Sprinted out of uh, bounds in the first half. Yeah. And, that's our Gator quarterback. He's. I mean, I can't. There's no way that that can have any impact at all in 2024. No, he's doing. He's in doing Gainesville. Yeah. Classes start Monday, so. Uh, he left with an apparent foot injury. Did not return. Probably. Probably have to cut it off. Probably yeah, saw I, it off. I can't imagine this would amount to anything. Amount to anything. If it is, well, but it's disappointing if you're Gator fan. You tune sure. in to watch your guy. And he doesn't yeah. play. Yeah. I didn't real. So this is what the Army All American Game has become. It plays at Wednesday afternoon in the middle of the day. Yeah, it was it was on, it was on TV last night. Well, the game they said was at four thirty. Maybe they maybe it was on in the after late afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I remember flipping it on. And this seeing used it. to be weekend like Saturday afternoon, two o'clock, and they all make their choices. Our all guys, the good fun our stuff. Guys all played well. All three of our three. Who, of our who guys. were the other two? We had Graham in there and uh, yeah, Childs linebackers. Title contenders next year. Well, we might win it all. Perfect. Mark it down, Doc. Doc's laughing just hysterically over there. Doc, I know you uh, have some things to take care of next week, so we'll just talk injuries without you, and Jeff and I will do some uh, prognosis, if that's okay. Jarring. We'll we do might, some jarring. We might send you a, a text and, <laughs> and get your opinion on one, and we'll consider it, and then we'll tell everybody what should happen. Yeah, Cut stay, that thing off, I say. <laughs> we'll just stay holiday in the night before. A little whiskey? Get the saw. That's, listen. Are Battlefield, you, Doc. Uh, sir, my first question for you, are you old school, quote-unquote? <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Uh, just Thank destroying all the credibility that we can before we let him go. He's a legend. He's okay. It's, it's, he can handle it. He can. He's Doctor Kevin Murphy. He can. He can. He can wash aside the sometimes stench that we leave going, on him. He's going back yeah. in. He's eligible. Yeah, there he is, eligible receiver. Make sure you report. Those refs can't get it right all the time. All right, we'll see Doc next week. Appreciate you. We're back with uh, it's halftime here on the drill. Where's the time gone? It's oh, Custom Tree Surgeons uh, Thursday. All right, um, welcome back here as we extend it to the 8 o'clock hour. If you like pina coladas, you're in the right place. Um, I like getting caught in the rain. Rory McIlroy walked it back. Okay. Uh, Yesterday, it used to be the Century Tournament of Champions, and it was the MasterCard Championship. Not Uh, enough champions left on the tour. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, True. (laughs) Uh, You saw they gave Scheffler Player of the Year over Rob. Shocker. I like that. Um, Rory McIlroy walked it back yesterday. Uh, he, here's what he said. Uh, no, look, Rory, one of the staunchest, the cri- staunchest critics of, yeah, the staunchest critic of live when all of the has been or wannabes or money grubbing golfers decided that they were going to go play meaningless and golf. said some things to some tour guys too when they got heated when they had the whole Monahan, you know, Monahan signed with the piff and all that, and they had the. First meeting where Monahan went and faced the music, and Grayson Murray was screaming, and Rory said, "Just play better." Or something yeah. to that. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was Grayson Murray. I won't get names wrong, but yeah, Rory's been the guy. Okay. Well, here's what Rory said yesterday about said past criticism okay. of the Live Tour and those that might be All considering right. it. All right. I was probably judgmental of the guys that went at the start. I think that was a bit of a mistake on my part because I now realize not everyone's in my position or in Tiger's position, and you get this offer, and it's you know what do you do? It's you know we're all turned professional to to make a living playing the sports that we do. And I think that's what I realized over the last two years. I can't judge people for making that decision. And so if I regret anything, it was probably being too judgmental. And, and look, that's, that's okay. Yeah. In some cases, it's not, it's he not. Made, like he wanted, he was gr- really good friends with Sergio, for example. And I think he and Sergio have mended fences, but mm-hmm. there was some falling out there because yeah. of the things that were being said back and forth. Yeah. I, I think, look, that's, that's, that's a noble admission there to a large portion of live. But not all. Phil, you, 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 rightfully, Phil Mickelson and Greg Norman should be raked over the coals for their 
outright selfish, destructive mission. Well, I think, I and think so it, I wouldn't back off. And by the way, they say very untoward things about Rory. Yeah, and I think that for those two guys, there was a. It wasn't just the hey, we're we're gonna change golf because it needs to be changed. Attitude. It was we want to destroy. These That's guys. correct. There was a there was a vendetta. That's still there. Yes, and that Phil the still part. has it. Yeah, and so does Greg. Yeah, Greg's had still, it longer than Phil. He'll, he'll never. It'll never go away from him. Yeah, and, I, and again, I'll repeat this. This is this. If you if if you can't wrap your brain about it around it, and, yeah. and I'm not trying to take people that are Phil Mickelson fans and make them yeah. non Phil Mickelson yeah. fans. Yeah, I'm talking about the disingenuousness of it all. But the yeah. bottom line is, this in 2021, not 100 years ago. Right. 2021, the last year before they all bolted to grow the game, mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson was the seventh highest compensated athlete in the world. Right, right. In a sport that doesn't get crickets for TV revenue. Right. And you want to complain that the platform you've been given mm-hmm. wasn't high enough for you to reach your all? That is a joke. Yeah. You're a liar. And there's money, by the way, and one of the things I think the tour is looking at, and I'm not an expert, but, I've, but I have read a couple books. <laughs> um, there's money on Wall Street that the tour was looking into. And I, what I, I think what I've learned is that Wall Street also funds like NBA teams. It's interesting that there, there, there's hidden money out there that funds certain sports that isn't necessarily from the Saudis. Sure. Although, although you might say that well, it's not as dirty, that, though. Yeah, that's all. Right. But, I mean, I mean it, but, by, but, according but, to some again, what I, I have learned is that <clears throat> man, that money is everywhere. Well, too. and listen, I, it goes without saying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I didn't posture and set it up this way. It's pretty clear Rory got a nudge from the PGA. Hey, let it off a little bit. You're going to get some of this cash. Right. right. One of my right. Yeah. Roy's opening up this reality that there is going to be a live VPGA events. There will be ultimately a Ryder Cup where it's PGA. There will be two worldwide where they will cooperate more than the other. And And ultimately, flip flop. And and these initial cash cow live guys, that's going to come back to the mean, and they'll be making the same no matter where they play. They essentially have upgraded the European tour. Yeah, that's what it'll end up being. Get your money while you can. That's correct. And and Rory's been told that, and so I think that's now Rory's been handsomely compensated for sure. Loyal to the PGA tour as well. So it's all greed, and and I agree. But and I don't even like but. Talk. I look forward to talking about the competition again when Stewie Moore comes back in house next week. Next week we'll start brunch with the tour. And yeah. by the way, Rory is this is not positioning to go to live. I would bet a ten to one die bet that he's never going to leave the PGA and join Live. Yeah. Now, if the golf world I'm changes, sorry, did you say 10 yeah, to I'm one? not. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying. I feel <laughs> that's my way of saying I feel really strongly no, that I, Rory I is not like Tiger it. Rory. They're not going to say, yeah, see you later, Jay. We're going to the Live. But. Like Roy said, they're two in a unique situation that they are so independently wealthy and can make it on their own that they don't need the garbage time that Phil and the others needed. They don't need that. Can they I, don't need to chase that money. Yeah, I agree. Can I tell you, <clears throat> uh, can I shift gears? Yeah. Are we done with the with the tour talk? Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And, and the tournament, I just, no, I, no, tournament yeah. starts today. Yeah, it starts today. And they did change the format. It used to be only winners from last year on yeah. tour. Now it's if it's uh, winners or if you finished inside the top 50 in the FedEx Cup. <clears throat> and by the way, even with Rom leaving, if you look at the list, the, the best golf in the world is still on the PGA Tour for now, and but it, does, it still is. And just for you uh, degenerates out there like myself, <clears throat> it provides us something else to gamble on. Golf starts today. And we'll have our fantasy golf starting here mm-hmm. shortly. So, All right, that, so that'll be fantastic. I got a, I got one of my biggest pet peeves with our franchise and our franchise's fans mm-hmm. is 
attendance. In Jacksonville? Yeah. Because, Home games? Yeah. Because I have no problem at all with our attendance. Our attendance has been great the last so few years. it's not a pet peeve then. No. What's Your pet the, peeve with the perception. It's the pet peeve when our fans are bothered by the influx of their fans to our games. Because my bone of contention is it happens everywhere. And I know this to be true. Well, that, and I'm I think going people to are you, aware of that now. Well, I mean, I don't know. We still get, I can't believe this is unbelievable. And listen, if we play Brown Town they're going to be weeks, here too. There're going to be a ton of them here. Yeah. And we're going to send them home. I don't think the players care. I don't I, think I'm not I, talking about players. I'm talking about fan I know. fighting fan. But I think the fans it bothers the fans as much as perception as they think we're giving away home field advantage. And when yeah. you have a home season like this year, it feeds your fuel for that argument. Yeah, a I don't bit. feel that. I don't feel I, that I, we've I, given, I don't think I don't think there's been one game where oh god, we're outnumbered here. I don't even the Niners or whatever. But anyway, my point being just to prove it one more time. Make sure you tune in Sunday night, okay? Because Bill's Mafia is coming to South Flaw. Yeah, for sure. And they will outnumber Dolphin fan, okay? Guaranteed. Uh, in fact, I see a story. Well, Miami already is a bet. When it comes to supporting the home team, it's a terrible sports town. That's been documented. The Dolphins have had trouble for years. Go back to Marino and they couldn't sell out. Also true. Bill's fans have swarmed the secondary market. This week for tickets to Sunday night's game. Uh, so many Bills fans have bought tickets to the Dolphins home game. The ticket reseller VividSeats.com told a station in Buffalo, it estimates 52% of the crowd in Miami will be Bills fans. Well, we had that same, remember that was, was it the 49ers week where they, they did that same speculation for our stadium? Mm-hmm. It is a hot ticket. There's a lot <clears throat> at stake. It's been moved to prime time. Obviously, the NFL thinks that way. A restaurant owner in Miami, who hosts an event for Bills fans every year, said this year he had far more requests than he has space to accommodate. Um, I gave Buffalo Tom a little talking to yesterday, I'm not going to lie. About what? Going down to the game. Oh, he's not going. He got all the marbles. You know, this is for it. Yeah. I, and, and, he, and also, What's his I did, response? Is he going to well, a different game, a bigger game? He's already, he, well, he's already been to a game in Buffalo. Oh, he has? He's, been, uh, yeah. Ah, he's, yeah. he's a great guy. But uh, Yeah, for sure. But I gave him a little talk from this standpoint. He had talked earlier in this year about it being a two-game year and going to the season oh, ender in Miami. No, he's not. Well, I got. I think the flex to prime time did yeah. cut it out. That's true. That's, That's a, fair. If a day game, maybe he would have gone. So, the good thing about being a Bills fan, though, I, got, I had this conversation with him, and this is true. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's true of other fan bases, but it feels like it'd be more true for the Buffalo fan base. You feel like you could leave Jacksonville by yourself as a Bills fan and go to Miami to the game and be have best friends in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, st- if you got Bill's gear on, stop in any tailgate within yeah. 10 minutes. They don't know if you're supposed to be there or not. You're drinking beer and having fun. So, I I must be, I may be off on this. I'd like to go to Nashville <sighs> this week. That'd be fun. Oh, it's a great trip. Yeah. I took the fam up there. I just want to put it on the wheel real quick. And a couple years BWR ago. BWR and Dan take Mrs. P and Prost to, to Nashville? <laughs> no. Um, E.T., you can uh, drive. <laughs> that's a long drive, dude. It's an easy drive, flight. Be like driving Miss Daisy, man. <laughs> so, maybe I'm wrong about this. I've You guys haven't watched the Hard Knocks. I'm disappointed in E because it's the Dolphins, his second favorite team. No, they're the third now. I'm, oh. I'm a Ravens fan. When, oh. when I, I root for the gritty. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that okay. switch because they did something good for you and uh-huh. you're rewarding them. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh I say, damn the Ravens and the Dolphins. Okay, good the for stink you. Stinkfish. Yeah, In fact, I I text Balls Davis, the late great Balls Davis. 
And what do you text it just knowing, like, it's like I, a, a wishful I, ghost, ghostly text? Like, you know, I know what he would say yeah. in response. So I, hey, balls, the stinkfish are back. I hate him, you know, after the Baltimore game. Sure. So, but Hard Knocks is great in season. It's a really good show that a lot of people don't watch. But I would ask Dolphin fan this, and they would know better than me. But if you're a Dolphin fan, maybe you don't agree with me. I just feel like, and I'm going to say this for the second time. First, I accused him of being a drug addict. Being a drug addict. I don't feel like he commands the room at all. I don't feel like those players give him an ounce of respect. Because he's don't, nerdy? Because he's a little guy. Yeah. And he gets up there in front of the room, and they take all these shots of the players in this big meeting room, and, and they ta- are so tuned out. And he does it, and it's always a pretty— And he talks, like, with a big vocabulary. Got, and he, and, but he also slur, slurs, and he drops in these F-bombs every— and then. And then at practice, every other word is bleep, yeah, heck bleep, yeah. And then he tries so to talk. More, he's more of a friend than like a coach. Well, yeah. Like, I, they ain't going to treat Belly but like that. But he, almost this bad, he, he's trying to be the friend, but they, they got no time for him. Like, like they make fun of him behind uh, his back is the feeling okay, it leaves like you Okay, like in with. practice, Tua throws his, they're throwing bombs away and they're burning, Cheetah's burning them for touchdowns left and right. And he walks up to Xavier Howard and goes, hey, he goes, don't let this affect your confidence. Oh, it does affect your confidence. And Zabian goes, ain't nothing affects my confidence. He walks back. Like, he didn't even look at him. You know, you can, and you also have Jalen on that team who you really can't talk to. Just leave Jalen alone. He's out there and it's doing his thing. Jalen, you be you. That's all I need. But I just feel like, and I could be wrong, but in the snippets they show, I come off feeling like my, my man, and, and listen, he's had some great predictions. Like, he, there's one time he goes, okay, this one's going for a touchdown, and they hit Cheetah deep. Or he's, he... He said the opening play against the Ravens was going to go for 24 yards. It went for 23. So he's, he's, he's on in a lot of his stuff, but I don't know, man. I just feel like those guys don't really respond. Now, listen, who knows? The Stinkfish may get on a run here and do some things in the playoffs. But it's just my interpretation of watching him that it's not like, I don't know, man. It's just weird. And, and maybe it's just this, the NFL is such a big man game and, and like our our coach is a former football player. Big, dude. He played at Yale. He was a backup receiver. Again, I give him credit, man. He worked his way up. He's, his offense has done really well. He's got speed everywhere. you know. But I just don't know, man. I just don't know. You know, I was thinking, they got uh, Fangio down there running the defense, right? Mm-hmm. And so, help me understand this now. They played Buffalo early in the season when the Dolphins were going good and Buffalo was chafing a little bit. And didn't Buffalo hang like 40-something on them? Like beat the living heck out of them up there? 40, uh, it, was, it ended up being like 37-21, but they were the way up. score on the Bills game. He, I think it was in the 40s. I'm going to say 37 going to prove my point. Okay. But even so, 37 is a lot of points in an NFL game. But Buffalo, Miami in September. Buffalo had lost. Remember they lost to the to the Jets in the opener, and they were, uh, they're not doing good. The Dolphins were like this high-powered offense, and everybody thought Miami 48, was. 48-20. 48. 48. Mm-hmm. 48. Yeah. Okay. Now, here we go. Here we go. 12 weeks later, whatever, 14 weeks later, they go to Baltimore, and Vic Fangio's defense gives up 50-something. 56? Was it to Lamar? Late in the year, yeah. Yeah. Like so, last week, yeah. And now they got no Chubb and no Phillips. I don't know how, I don't know how they how they play with them. I think it's going to be a tough road to hoe for the uh, for the stinkfish. I guess the only thing that I would say, the only hope, the, the the best hope I would give is the Buffalo can be very inconsistent. They can. I would also say this about They're our also Jaguars. Get a pick. I, I would. <laughs> I, I would also say this about our Jags. Yeah. 
who knows how we're going to feel in two or three weeks. NFL teams, man, they ride that escalator up and down. The Bills at one point were the Jags right now. They had lost three, four out of five, three in a row. They were down on confidence. They were going to miss the playoffs. They were seven and six. They were us. And now they're playing as hot and as well as anyone. The Bills, it's not just that they've gotten hot, but look who they've beaten. Mm -hmm. Right? Buffalo had that stretch where they were about to play Kansas City, Philly, and Dallas. And, you know, they won some of those games. A majority of them, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of Jag fans, by the way, in Nashville, as you said, this weekend. I think that'll be, um, it's a great trip. It's a fun trip. A lot of people put it on their on their itinerary every year. What week are we going to Nashville? And this year, it happened to fall at the end of January, and people booked it, and now you got a whole lot to play for. I think you'll see a lot of Jaguar fans there uh, this weekend, for sure. So, we'll see. But I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good crowd of Jag fan there. And I wonder... I'm not. I don't think Titan fan is necessarily going to turn out. Hey, uh, Dan. Yeah, that's me. Tony spoke well of Fred Taylor. I think we yeah. all believe his peers believe Fred is Hall of Fame. But at the end of the day, it's not the peers who will decide. It's the voters, right? And you know the uh, the 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 presentation of Fred could change things between now and then, right? I mean, mm-hmm. one thing good thing about football, it's here, right? Yes. The Pro Football Hall. If you don't wait till July, there's not some secret hidden ballot. It boom. We're going to know here in less than a month or about okay. a month. All right. Here's Jason Coles on with uh, your boy Hacker after dark. He's a voter in the Hall of Fame. He's asked Fred Taylor's chances here first time out. My guess would be it's going to take a couple of years along the lines of what happened with Baselli to get him through if he's going to get into the Hall of Fame ultimately. Um, but hopefully there's enough momentum built this year so that he keeps coming back into the room and that we keep having to discuss him at the very least. You know, maybe he makes it in and I'm a little bit surprised. I think that, you know, there's, if you look at the totality of this room, this is a lot of players who are very equal. You know, some of the issues we've been dealing with the last couple of years, like, you know, we're starting to get backlogged with three defensive ends. We're starting to get, we've been backlogged with wide receivers for a couple of years. I think there's probably going to be a pretty good push to get, you know, one of, at least one of Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, or Reggie Wayne into the Hall of Fame because they've been sitting there for a while. But if that happens, you know, that takes up one of the spots. And then now you're talking about, you know, only four spots being available. And it gets tougher and tougher for a guy like Fred the first time in the room to make it. All right. I, it kind of bothers me. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm going to uh, tell me why it bothers you in terms of Fred. And then I'm I, I'm going to. Because I don't think. Then you... I'm going to visit something we perhaps have not visited enough. But So, yeah, go ahead. Well, I... It all starts Thank you. with Dan Hickett Thank and Jeff Prosser. Yes, it did. I think what bothers me about the, that comment is it shouldn't matter. Forcing through a position. Yeah, or, or he's been in the room for a while. And I, I, think you take the, I think your goal is, as a voter, is not, hey, we got a backlog here. No, give me who are the five best. And that's where I would. Now, when I did it, Last week when Fred got in, I, I eliminated – what did we do? We eliminated about seven. We had eight guys. Yeah. And Fred even did. You know, we were, we were talking with Fred, and so, you know, why not Fred? Why not now? I get it. I, but, but if you're if – you're, to me, it sounds like Jason Cole's mindset is well, – Not to consider it. Yeah, I'm not going to vote for him this yeah. year because he's first time in the room. Right. I don't think that's right necessarily. Yeah, I don't either. So uh, – I uh, have another – And have, by the way, I do think that – the. But but and when we talked about it, what do we say? We said uh, Peppers is in, yeah. Uh, 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 Gates is in, yeah. Yep. And one of the receivers is in, yeah. 
And so we felt like there's two spots for uh, 12 guys. Yeah. All right. Well, let me. That's what we think. Uh, okay. And I it, it, intentionally, the idea there is Fred. Yeah. But I'm going to take something else that he said about those receivers. Now that we are removed almost 20 years from those dudes' careers, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you honestly, not from some homegrown perspective. Yeah. Is there a difference between Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, and Jimmy Smith? Is there a difference at all? Are those guys better than Jimmy Smith? No. Okay. Not in their, not in their can prime, I play? No. Can I player A, player B you? Yeah. Player A had 7,000-yard seasons. Uh-huh. His best career year was 1,575 yards and scored yeah. 70 touchdowns. Yeah. Player B had 9,000-yard seasons. Mm-hmm. His best year was 1,636, and he had 67 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Which of those two players seems more valuable, more worthy? Player A, 7,000-yard seasons. Player B, nine. Yeah. Player A's best year was 1575 yards. Player B was 1636. They're very, very similar, to be honest with you. They're similar. Yeah, yeah. I would B say, is a little better. I would say two more 1,000-yard seasons makes him a little bit better. Yeah. Well, player A with 7,000-yard seasons, a high of 1575 and 70 touchdowns, mm-hmm. is Andre Johnson. Yeah. Player B with 9,000-yard seasons, 1636 as a high mark and 67 touchdowns, is Jimmy Smith. Yeah. And one of those guys, they feel compelled that they've got to get in, and the other can't even make the room. Yeah. I, what am I missing? Nothing. Jimmy apparently has been aware of this for a while. Yeah. Maybe he's more right than we give him credit sitting out in Mississippi screaming. He's right? 100% right. This is the drill we got cat chat coming up next. What's happening? Titan hate week. It's a depressing time for me. I'm ready to get this uh, wheel business over with. Yeah, yeah. Mathematically, uh, it's over. It's done. Uh, we got one more week. I will. Don't even. I don't even care. You're not even gonna pick. I'll. I'll just say Jags I still, I over. Still, I still want to do the picks because you know I'm. I'm a competitive person. Well, you want to win. I, I like winning. I like. Yeah, winning. you guys are tight. You guys are like a game. He's apart. at seven. I'm at I six. I don't care. I, I. I. You know when you. I just. Don't I'm like going winning. to. I don't care either. I'm, I know. Jeff's play. Jeff plays the I don't care all year. No. Yeah. I, no. I. No. I'm dead serious. I don't want to lose. I could give a damn if fake picks. I finish first or second. I yeah. doesn't honest. I'm not. This is not even an act. Well, my dad care left. left. My just dad, don't want to be last. My dad told Does me. Does anybody want to double down? You're playing. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Does no, anybody no. want to double no. down? Nope, nope. And just On go by week? tomorrow. It's not like we're. It's not like we're um, the, can I press? We're not the my state wrestling press, tournament. Okay? Oh, I like. I like the press. Can yeah. I press the press option? You, you press him all you want. I ain't pressing nothing. I'm sitting tight and safe. Is where I'm sitting. You don't want to press. I worked too hard. I was like 15 games back. I mean, I'm just. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm at 18 here, and I'm not a good golfer. So yeah. Yeah. you know, you can take it from me right now. Yeah. Again, yeah. press. I'm not. But, Does anybody want to press? Go ahead. Jeff's probably similar to me, but on the golf course, I'll take every press. every press ever with the wheel. Even if I'm playing terrible, yes, it doesn't I'll take matter. every yeah. press. I don't care what the press is. <laughs> yeah, but that's the power of the yeah, wheel. I'm not folks, doing the wheel because the wheel. No, I will Mm-mm. not. Press. Yeah, no, I spent <laughs> all year. You have to understand. I'm not being like dramatic. Mm-hmm. No, I spent all year relatively positive. I was gonna have to spin that bad boy four times. Right. If you like back in sure. October, it was sure. a very real possibility, man. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not getting anywhere near that thing. 
Uh, I'm not even going to get in the shade of the wheel. The power of the wheel. I respect the power and the yeah. majesty and the and the pain and the torment of the wheel. I want nothing to do mm-hmm. with it. I, I mm-hmm. figured so I have to turn in, down your press. I figured coming in here, I was going to get a hick and lean on a press like that. Yeah. And I was Did like, you? I already, yeah. already, already, already knew. knew. What does the no... press in, entail anyway, Dan? You're just going to add another spin if you don't win? Yeah, I'll add another spin. Like double or nothing you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah. For one week? Yeah, yeah. one week. Yeah. One week Oof. press. Anyone? Maybe yeah. go find somebody e, around here that will e, make you it. You want to take my my spin and press? That ain't got nothing to do with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone in the building who would like to press me? No. And no way, no way, no way. One no of the way. salespeople. I, I don't. Just, Ken Brady, would you like to press? Now, will me? you be doing like just like back? I guess we'll just fill up the wheel and you'll go back to back spins for I, that, each. That's yeah. what I don't know. I, yeah, I guess so. Because well, Cat's good at coming up with them. We'll have to do that next week, I guess, when it's I official. Mean, yeah. yeah, but I almost like, and I, I, I feel bad. Like I why. I, well, just I, I want to the punishments because he's got to do two. That's the way it goes. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, it, I, I could have got goes, out yeah. of one of them last week. I yeah. chose not to. Yeah, I, I asked said, him. No, I gave him an out. He didn't want it. He's a man of the of the it's conviction of the bet. wheel. I made the bet. I got I a, a three yeah. to one bet was a good yeah. bet. That's the sack bet, and I I took it with the hopes of Jeff having to spin it three times, <laughs> which would have been great. Yeah, oh, gosh, that would have been, would have been well, a heck of a week. We had him. We had him down to the last six quarters. Yeah, but unfortunately, the Jags finally the floodgates open. Inferior oh. competition. <laughs> and I, and, I, and the, the respect I think everybody out there has for you last week when you had the chance and you and you said at the five pack you're like, all right, Jeff, I've, yeah. I've thought about your your offer, and then you're still going to take him to dinner and you let yeah. the bet and by go. the way, I, I I put the kibosh on that. And then he's most certainly not going to take me to dinner if he didn't take the. We're going to go to dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. the four of us will have a lovely time. Yes. but I'll pick up my half. But I won't. It, I won't Uber. But that. Res- <laughs> but that. I was like. I think that a lot of people respected that. And then all of a sudden they go out, and six sacks, and it's just over in the first yeah. half. You're like, oh my. We God. can actually put the. Di- you know what we'll do? There will be a happy medium. We will put the granddaddy dinner on the wheel as one of the thing, but it can only apply to the sack bet. It can go. It can take one of the slots. I can make that a punishment if I want to. Oh, the. Oh, I got you. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like an Uber dinner. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm going to hit him. I'm yeah. going to hit him hard, Cat. Yeah, we, oh, we, that we, black we, good bottle we Amex block, oh. that Amex black going to go up five, six, seven bills. That Tomahawk steak. Hit, Big time. Tom, with a lobster on the side. 100%. <laughs> Stace, you get what you want, honey. You get yeah. what you want, girl. Whatever. Yeah. Is anything you never had you want to try? <laughs> Yeah, Hennessy privilege. Put caviar on that salad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've yeah. got. I'm a simple guy. I'm a I, big talker. I have a big L on my forehead, and I can only think <laughs> Louis that the, 13th. the sports gods, little G, what are they gonna are going to give you? Karma me up this year because I also have to take uh, my friend Bubba uh, for a steak dinner. Well, the other day you I had need... to give a Georgia report to someone. Yeah, but I sold that. Uh, <laughs> off the record. Uh, that was that was a money thing. Um, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Uh, I actually won that bet. Um, no, uh, uh, Bubba. I had who's Bubba? Bubba is my fraternity brother. Okay, and I had the name like Bubba. He definitely got to be in the fray. Yeah, yeah this is could this, be Mike Bubba Lyons. This, this could Bubba. be one of the most painful losses in the history of man. Uh, oh, what happened? I needed one more Gator victory, dude. One more football. Yes, yeah. I had Arkansas one. Yeah, I had Missouri yeah. one. I needed one. FSU was lost. in control. I had six at six and freaking two. <laughs> I needed one win, Oof. and I'm off the hook. Mm. I get the steak dinner, mm. and I lost, and now I must buy a steak dinner. Uh, and Bubba's in South Florida. I was going to go down to see Bubba in South Florida, but yesterday he gave me a, a great uh, compromise. And so I'm excited because I'm gonna uh, we're gonna go have it at Spurrier's in Gainesville because he's gonna be in Gainesville on, and I can just drive over and we'll do well, a steak okay. dinner and that'll be, be kind of fun then. Yeah, so that's that'll be good. Time. So that's the plan there. 
Uh, so shout out to Bubba on that one. But I, I still got a pony up there. I've got two wheels to spin, which, again, I'm looking inside and part of my soul is gone. And I'm trying to hold on to a little bit left so I can We're not, get he to He looked heaven. at his chest. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not putting, yeah. back, I'm not putting no. chest wax on Oh, there. no. We're not putting chest wax on there. No. Oh, we back wax. wasn't bad. Yeah. Back wax. You kind of like that. Is that yeah. all back and stubbly oh, yeah. and hairy oh, again? Yeah. Back. Oh. BWR's not since she probably hopes that they put it on and you lose that one. Full body, she probably go. <laughs> did it grow? Did it grow back thicker? Nah, no. Just no. the same. No, about the same. It really no. wasn't. They say I, if you I, do it a couple times, it won't come back. It wasn't yeah. that. It hurt. Painful. It hurt. Oh, it hurt. It no, did. Oh, we have the video. Yeah, it hurt. For we sure. never showed the video. It was never good. Shown. It, you oh, you didn't it. want us to show it. No, but you showed some of the, the stuff. We showed close up. We showed close up. Other than ripping it off. Picture. Close up. We just didn't want you know the whole shirtless experience. No one needs that. You can see the beads of sweat. Huh? You could see the beads of sweat. Yeah. You well, and he had the ice bath, and he opted out to get the back wax. Which I was. That's yeah, I right. would have taken the ice bath, but That's then again, right. you worry about hearts and tickers and those kinds. I of things. I wasn't worried. It's just You're that everybody kept was saying, saying that, "Don't yeah, do yeah. it." You know, I'm like, All right. well, I tell you where I was ignorant about then that whole. Then I even whole read the story bath. about the polar. Like you take them every day. I do it every day. You'd have been fine. Yeah, but then you'd have been over in five minutes. You'd have yeah. been much better than the back wax, yeah. and you'd have felt great. I don't know. Instead of instead of the pain, I didn't mind the back wax. No, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It's temporary pain, but it wasn't like I. I was. My hope was when we gave him the back wax. Yeah, that it would remain either itchy or sore for days, but it didn't. It no. just made it better. Yeah, it smoothed out. You know everything about his. The professionals, the professionals were here and they did it right. Well, we'll start taking suggestions from the Googans again, and they can <coughs> text in the line. Sure. We'll take care of this damn wheel. Mm. But first, we got to take care of these Titans. What What are you guys yes. thinking on this? Or is Is Trevor going to play? I think he so. thinks so. I'm not as. I, I'm just you know again. I'm just I'm guessing off of his tone yeah, and what he's saying. What I the. The clip you guys played yesterday from his press yeah. I I don't. It think just he's sounds kind of iffy, right? He was saying like, oh, now unless they're playing some really good poker. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I don't see that. But he's saying, oh, we'll see how it goes each day. That didn't sound like. Well, and he also said like his other injuries. He was always so positive because I knew he he knew he could. F- you can't fake the right shoulder no. injury. Okay, but the was, ankle and the knee. You to can. me, he was, you know, I'm. I need to get ready. I'm on the practice field. Even though I'm not throwing yesterday, I'm still on the practice field. That tells me, okay, mentally I'm getting ready. I think once I let it rip here a couple times, I'm going to be okay. And if not, I'll, you know, tore it all up and away we'll go. ET, cut three from Trevor. This was the one specifically that gave me a little bit of Mm -hmm. pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely one that I was like, that doesn't Yeah, I mean, it's feeling better. Um, I think certain – Certain movements bother more than others. There's some things that I can do, and there's some areas where I have totally normal strength, and you know it's functional and all that. But in certain positions, it does get a little bit. There's some aggravation, but um, that's getting better every day. But it still would like to see that go down a little bit he more. He just sounds a lot more reserved. Loose, yeah. right? He doesn't sound his typical. Oh, was, of course I'm playing. You play, was, you play. He just. He, it sounds like more. I would say it more this way. It ain't about the. Pay, it's about. I sense, really, for the first time as he talks about his injuries, concern from him that he won't be able to play. I guess that's how I would describe it. That's what I sense a little of that yeah. self-concern there that you normally don't hear in his voice. And that, that again, that was before practice yesterday. There's a lot happened between now and then. Yeah, but it takes one, and you, you're going to get landed on. You're going to get hit on it. It takes one one landing on it that he's, I don't know. I, I think we can beat him with C.J. Beathard. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know that you – if you want him for the playoffs, yeah, I I almost think you sit him. No. If he can play, he can play. If he can he play, plays. you play. But That's he, also There's no guarantee time. of beating I'm, Tennessee. Yeah, you at know all. that. Guarantee. I know there's no guarantee, but what I'm saying is – Unless his injury is such that he's worse than C.J. Beathard, he's gonna you play be, him this week. Because guess what, Cat? But how do you know – you know, Here's how I know. Far? 
I, no, well, then we'll see. I uh, guess yeah, so you'll you'll trust what you see. Sure, at some yeah, point they, he's gonna have they to go will out have and him throw it. it far. They'll yeah. do those and things. See, can you throw, yeah, but yes. but here's the reality that we're not really we we can dress it up and it'll be great with the new postseason logo. The playoffs are right now. I know the Jags are in the is, playoffs. Yeah, this is a playoff. They playoff. have a road game. Hundred percent. So again, so if would you we wouldn't be having this conversation next week. Heck yeah, you run him out there and play him. If he can't go, he can't yeah, go, and you replace can, him. Yeah, right. You play, you play him, and if he gets knocked out, he gets knocked out. But yeah, because it is it is one hundred percent. It's a playoff game. That's where we're at. We we can get. We in had if, one, you know, last week. It was a playoff game. If Pittsburgh, they lost that game, they'd be out. We can back in if Pittsburgh and Broncos lose, right? I think it's something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's who but, it is. But we'll know. Sat like we'll know. Yeah, Saturday, sat- Pittsburgh plays Baltimore. So we'll if that a- doesn't work out in our favor, it could be and and. And well, we'll be Peterson watching the Raiders Broncos game with at four stain, o'clock. With stain yeah. yeah, and by the way, if Pittsburgh <laughs> loses, uh, the Jags probably do get in. I, I think the Raiders will beat the Broncos, don't y'all? They seem to want to win. That guy's trying to get that coaching yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, The Broncos have changed the stidham, and they bailed it in. So where's I, the game? It's in Denver. I don't. That, that doesn't scare me that much, though. There's, I just this, this is a game, hard week to pick games. By you want to talk about teams that'll sure. travel too? There'll be a lot of Raiders fans in that stadium. Yeah. I but bet. this game with the Titans have nothing to lose. They're yeah. going to play free. They're going to play loose. They're going to take chances. Yeah. That scares the heck out of it me. It should. And But there's also there's also a few of those guys who know the bags are packed. They're ready to go. True. You do have that. Guys will shut it down. Yeah. There'll be guys that, like, I'm not going to I think it's get... one of those games, again, you got to jump on them, get ahead of them, a couple scores, and then, you, then you're in good shape. But you don't want to look. But it wouldn't shock me if we look up in the fourth quarter and it's 17-13 Jacksonville or something like that. That's Tennessee. They play well at home. They play, they play good teams But tough. the Titans fans aren't going to show up. No, I don't think so. It's going to be pretty empty. It'll be a lot of Jag fans. I think, you know, Boy. tough one to pick. Yeah. Titans are averaging 17 points a game. They're, they're one of the worst offenses in They've the league. They've given up like 60-some-odd sacks, too. They're, they're just behind. Team- the, the only teams worse offensively have scored l- less per game are the Patriots, Panthers, Giants, and Jets. Yeah. Those are the only ones. And the Titans, 17 points is it, really low. It's and the really, if Jags, you take for, the, ex, for example, 22.3. If you take the logo off, it, you really – and you, They're the you Jets. Can, you can honestly the say, if we don't win that game, we don't deserve that's to be fair. in the playoffs. Like last week. That's, yeah. what, that's what I said last week. Correct. The Panthers. If you don't it's the same – Kind of, it's still the Titans, though, so there'll be a little more than Carolina. It's not going to be like, you watch that Carolina game, you're like, ah, we ain't losing this game. You right. could tell that pretty quick. You watch this game, you'll have some high uh, ebbs and flows, I think. Yeah, but I think the defense coming off of what Jeff's laughing at something. The defense coming off of the, what they just did this past week. Yeah. I think they're going to be. Also, Trayvon wants to get double-digit sacks. You know he's going to. And you know. Allen wants to pad yeah. that record. I think they all know the they can't. There is no. We got the rest of the season. We'll get it right. No, they. And this is a better team. I, I'm going to trust based on how they played last. Every time it was win or else last year, what they do? They oh, won. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Five in a row. It started at Tennessee. Raider games in Vegas. What you laughing at? Oh, it is in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. I'm laughing at, and this this is going to bother Dan. Because he likes to pay his bets. And uh-huh. and I laugh because this came up before years ago when we were talking about paying off bets. Mm-hmm. And it comes from my good friend, Captain Kevin Favor, who writes, yeah. and Hicken still owes me a lunch That's with a true. big smiley face. <laughs> no, we've talked about that. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. Okay. I've talked about that with the captain. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, there, so just add that to your list. Yeah. That's fine. Come on. Come get some. All right, Cat. Well, Where we need come? to win this thing. I, you were just, I mean, you're usually 17-0 and 0 and all, like, trumpets blaring. He's, he's, I mean, you kind of like sound like Trevor in his press conference yesterday. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't confidence-inspiring today. Uh, I was there in 99. 
I was there. Okay, I, and, yeah. And there's still PTSD. Were you there last I year? Agree. We beat him twice. Were you there at the state? We beat him 34-14. The worm has yes, turned, baby. It has, and I believe that. But, but it is I'm, a house of horrors cannot, up there. If you were, if you were an old-time Jacks fan, I, I, I for agree. sure. I agree. I've been here. Crying. Yeah. I don't Watching think, them hold the bro. AFC Championship trophy. Like, it's still. Yeah, like, I, I, I was there. I, I can still feel it. I was there. I am so not it still sure. scares the hell out of me. Cat, I have been to Nashville. I hate him. I hate him. I bet I've been to Nashville 10 times. Yeah. I'm not sure I've ever seen the Jags win one there. I'm going to go back and look, but I'm not sure I've seen the Jags. I mean, we went up there. Freddie T at Vanderbilt won. On like a Monday night. So you're not going this week, right? No. Good. And and (laughs) Witted brought one back for a touchdown. We lost that game. I mean, I just, I can't. I'd like to go to the game. Maybe I should just out of nowhere just pull Mrs. P out of class and let's go go to Nashville. It's a great trip, dude. Fun. All right, let's yeah, catch up. Hey, get your, get your. Uh, well, we're doing the five estimates. pack tomorrow because Cat's such a competitor. He wants to win, which means I'm gonna beat his A tomorrow. It's more, it's more oh. about. I'm gonna finish, beat his A. Finish what finish. you started, right? I'm gonna finish. Listen, here's what I'm happy. I did this all year. The Googans did not lose a penny with me, and they same. didn't win a ton of money because you got to pay the juice. I get. It. I'm not gonna sit there and say you're up seven hundred dollars, Googans, but you didn't lose money. Right. We had fun, and you didn't lose. And that's that's the point. We got a lot of people that are. I want to get them to ten. Bonus. I'm gonna go four and one. Yeah. I'm gonna get you to ten over, and then get... you had a nice year, even with juice. You're winning five six hundred bucks. We want to make some people some Let's money. Let's do tomorrow. that. All right, that's, that's coming do. up tomorrow. That's cat chat. Get your shark coatings estimates, folks. Still got a special going on. We got a fifteen percent off. So Press. get in there. Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday yes. continues next. the nine o'clock hour I feel it necessary to talk a little bit about what's going on oh. in the entertainment world okay yeah really where'd yeah. this come from there's a lot of stuff going on that just kind of we're headed towards the nine o'clock nasty there's things happening in Hollywood and around <laughs> uh, that I I love how it's like a missive now like it's like part of the instruction heading toward the nine o'clock nasty yes like you like if you print like a Google map it tells before you. I do though I if you're a world champion at any at anything, uh, you must be pretty good, right? And if you're like I have found a world champion who's 16. Okay, is that is that good? Well, it depends on what the, what you're going to tell me the, the sport is. I, I do think that some sports lend themselves Actually, to younger he, cats he and lost girls. The, he lost the world championship, but. He made it all the way to the finals. <clears throat> Is it like Rubik's Cube? It's, it's along those lines. Okay. But it's more of a, I don't know what to call it. But it, it it's a skill. It's a skill. And he, he doesn't look 16. I don't think he's 16, but they say he's 16. He's Remember got, the one little Pop Warner kid down in Orlando? Was it yeah. last year or two years ago? Yeah. They had like the fake yes. tats and the big yeah. face. He looked like he was 30. Remember that yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah. Do you, guys know, do you guys know who Luke Littler is? Have you uh, heard that name, Luke Littler? It's Gene Littler's uh, great grandson. He's yes. a golfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just 16. He lost seven to four in the finals. Pickleball to no. Luke Humphreys. Mm. Finals of the Creed world. Humphreys, my little brother. In the final of the World Darts Championship. Oh, oh over okay. there in North London. By the way, those things draw like thousands of fans. Darts is a big deal. It's a huge deal. People come and into the bars with their, their own personal customized darts. The yeah. youngest champion on record is 24. This kid is 16. Luke the Nuke gets $253,000, by the way, for being the runner-up. Shout out, Luke. He's groomed for destiny. Uh, he was throwing darts when he was 18 months old. <laughs> um, family, uh, 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 last July showcases the family showing the tot hitting his first bullseye. Um, yeah, Luke Littler, 
By three, he was mimicking the celebration of his idol, Raymond von Barneveld. Um, Littler got his first darts board at four, won adult tournaments at 14, starting with the Irish Open, Jeff, in 21. Added victories in the British Open, the Modus Super Series twice, the Romanian Open, and the Gibraltar Open. Yeah. He's a champion. I, I guess he's that, a fat kid, I, <laughs> and he's 16 years old. And, well, I mean, he is. Uh, he's taken on a cult status for his personality, opting for celebratory donor kebabs after his victories with ham and cheese omelet and pizza before his matches. And uh, got crazy crowds there going nuts for this. Have you ever kids. watched? Have you ever stumbled across that those dart champ those European dart championships on like FS2 or one of those places? I have only because uh, uh, one of my colleagues will have them. On, he watches them. They're and crazy. He explains to me how it works. They're crazy. They go crazy. They fill up a stadium. So I said they pack the house. They put you on a stage. You what basically on a stage. And they, what I've learned about the Euros is this: they'll go to anything if, it's beer if you can drink. Yeah. A beer drink. It's a beer drinking dart throwing night. They go to the NFL games because they get drunk. But Don't they're kid they're unbelievable though with the darts. They love they the darts. They can hit anything. They do, 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 do. yeah. And what they do is I think they both start at like five hundred in mm-hmm. each each round, and then you take points off, and then you yeah. get to the point where well, if you get two double tens here, you get to zero and you win. Yeah. Bang bang. And then they hit it. I got some homies at the brick right now that could compete with them boys over yeah, there. Let's, okay. Uh, well, right. Them boys can. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you, I don't know if they can compete because it's half a million. And you want to go win half a million, let's get the homies over there. There you go. Take 10%. Idea, idea to make money. I mean, you find me the best dart thrower in Clay County, and we'll set them up. Let's <laughs> get him sponsored. Yeah. Right? I'll do the whole thing. We'll get him some shirt right. with some with the with the bar that he's, you know, <laughs> right? uh, repping. I mean, that's what we... All right, give me some Hollywood music here real quick. Okay. Let me, let me I got a pop quiz, too, so we're, we're hot. Oh, that's my guy, man. It's not unusual to be loved by, by anyone. anyone. <laughs> Bob uh, Jones, ladies and gentlemen. The Blade Runner's getting out of jail. The girls, you, uh, this is true now. Mm-hmm. Is it 9 o'clock nasty? The girls yeah. at yes. the Tom Jones concerts oh, they used to take it. off their underwear and throw it to him. Yeah, he's getting a draw. Yeah. Well, you probably got some... Probably in a totally <laughs> cool experience. Tom Jones, nasties. by the way. Yeah. Tom Jones, Canadian, by the some way. Nasties in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Canadian. Some like good ones in there like too, to though. thank Mildred from Wichita. Mildred, you can have these back. <laughs> uh, some good ones in there too, though. The Blade Runner has been warned that he could be assassinated. He's getting released from prison. Pistorius. Years, yeah. After I killing used to call, his I nicknamed Reva. him back in the day Spatulazy. Spatulas. Spats. Yeah, because he's the murderer who runs on those fake legs. So I don't feel sorry anymore for his he, fake legs. He killed his, his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel sorry anymore for his prosthetics. You're you're just spatula guy. Put your spatulas on and get to jail. Uh, Hot Rod Stewart, I think he's coming in concert. Maybe Jacksonville already I, recently has come. Yeah, no, he is coming, and that's one that I wouldn't do. He uh, he left a uh, hotel staff a twelve thousand dollar tip after a holiday trip. Is is, is Rod Stewart one hundred and ten or one hundred and twenty? He looks older than that. Boy, that's a hard-living 70s. He told them to bet on a soccer match. It's not a If hard. you want my body and you think I'm oh, sexy. Dear. They just they bursted it out back in the yeah. 80s, yeah. boy. That's how they yeah. say. You don't know that ball? Uh-oh. That that song? I think uh, I do. Rod Stewart, if you think I'm sexy. Brit Brit's kids are out there in Hawaii with uh, Federline. It's amazing from where it started, but yeah. by a mile, Federline, the, bar- the better parent. Crazy. Uh, but <laughs> Brit Brit's son is... At a beach day with his girlfriend oh, nice. out there in Hawaii. Get her pregnant, did he? Don't know. <laughs> uh, one of the real housewives who kind of went off the deep end. This, Which uh, one? This uh, Richards lady. Yeah. 
But Mrs. P is a Housewives fan, so I know the participants. I don't really like, know the story. She's been like, which she left one? The, dude. the black haired or the blonde haired? Black haired. Okay. She was, yeah, she was married to a Mar- uh, yeah. like, uh, Marco. Mauricio. Mauricio. So she got all skinny and she starts hanging out with this girl. Now she's admitted she dated a woman amid the Morgan Wade romance yeah, speculation. Well, it's, it's Hollywood. They're just a, they're, they're yeah. a rudderless ship, buddy. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do out there. Guys ain't work. Thank you. Guys ain't working. Try a girl. A sweet Kelly Clarkson, also in the middle of a weight loss. She could be a dart champion. Says she never wanted. To, <laughs> said she never wanted to get married, despite getting married. Well, well that's stupid. And now then. no longer being married. Yeah. Brit Kelly Brit Clarkson says, is by the way, sweet, sweet little person. Brit Brit says she'll never return to music. Who cares? We don't in, care. In other news, Brit Brit has been away from music. I, Brit Brit is a abject disaster. It's yeah. not going to end well for her. If you are so inclined to be so dastardly to play in those celebrity death pools, yes. in, you know, you know, pro hack tip here, take Brit Brit. She's done a lot better than we thought. And one more from the Hollywood dish. And this, I love when news gets a hold of sports kind of stories. Uh, chief concerns, Travis Kelsey won't be on the Golden Globes red carpet with Tay-Tay. Oh, that's too bad. Why? He's preparing for the playoffs on Sunday. Well, he's got a freaking game. <laughs> Whether he plays or not. <laughs> We're going to excuse hey, uh, Travis. He's I got to be honest. Going to the Globes. Travis has been going to the Globes about six weeks in a row, buddy. That's I had great. him on my fantasy team, and he torched <laughs> me down the stretch. So I don't know which red carpet he's been on, but it ain't been on the Chiefs red carpet. So we got darts uh, champions and such. We got... Uh, we got uh, Brit Brit. Oh, Tom Jones is not Canadian. He's they Welsh. They say he's from Wales. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was Canadian. Well, Maybe he lived there. Wales. That, that, but that does not necessarily make him non-Canadian. If no. you know, you know. Uh, we'll if be you back. Know, you know. We'll be back with a pop quiz when we return. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday, right here on the Drill. There you go. A little Rod Stewart for you. Hot Rod coming at you hard in like the 1980. Can I get a, a year for this song, Hick? 79 maybe? 81? What is it? Wow, I don't know. What you got for me, E? I'll play Get Smart John here. I'm going to go eight if I... Uh, uh, boy. Uh, feet to the fire, I'm going to say 1980... It could be 70. I'm going to go 1979, E. Uh, this, this song dropped 1978. It's close. Uh, close. Yes, within a year. Yeah, I think that's a win. Within a year. Yeah, hey, let's uh, let's let's go chase some dreams. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Mm. Get ready for some daydreaming as Dan and Jeff look around the NFL and how it pertains to the Jaguars. Brought to you by Dreamfinders Homes, defining the future of new home construction as the best home builder in America. Ah, you better believe it. Dreamfinders Homes uh, sponsor the Jags. Since 2014, the only official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So here we are, and uh, this is what we got. You know, we got a big NFL weekend coming up, and we're going to find out real early on Saturday, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Jeff. Baltimore's sitting, guys. Lamar ain't playing. Huntley's playing. Must win for Pittsburgh. We need Baltimore to win. Who you got? Are we still <sighs> thinking wild card possibility Sunday at one, or is that out of the picture? And would it be better in a way if it was out of the picture so we know we got to win? Because that's how Peterson's trying to treat it. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, I, well, you want to win the division either way, so yeah. I don't. And I don't think the Jaguars. They may not. Look, Peterson said yesterday he's not even muddling their minds with the possibility. So right. I think he's keeping as clear as we need to win this game to get in. Right. We need to win this game. And if the Jaguars want to get lucky and go to the Super Bowl, they have to win this game. They're not doing it from the seventh seed. 
Right. Just not happening. No. Who's the two seed anyway? Would it be Buffalo or Miami? Yes. The Jacks have to go on the road and play that game? Yes. And then go on the road again and play? Yes. Baltimore. Yeah, that's not happening, man. They go on the road again. Yeah, right. Play, right, whoever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they need that four seed. And then they need to get lucky. And by the way, if there was ever a year where a lower seed could be a higher one, it would be this year, no? Yeah. Like the invincibility sure. at the top. There's no Chiefs, Bills, Bengals playing great yeah. football. They're going to, like, do you think the Bengals are out of the playoffs? Do you think the Chiefs or the Bills will be in the AFC Championship game? The Chiefs or the Bills? Yeah, do you think the Chiefs or the Bills will be in the AFC Championship game? Um... Yeah, yeah, probably. Do yeah. you think the Chiefs or the Bills are going to the Super Bowl? Um, No. Well, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. I don't trust Baltimore. Like, you guys all trust Baltimore and kind of rooting for Baltimore, not me. So, I don't trust them. They got to prove it to me first. They got to go win two games, and, and, and then we'll see. Um, hmm. I don't trust them. Uh, so, Josh Allen is headed to the Pro Bowl. Do you think he'll be best at uh, the new high-stakes event, which replaces the lightning round? Or do you think he'll be better at the Madden NFL game video using Pro Bowl rosters? Or maybe uh, tug-of-war will be his uh, key to claiming the Pro Bowl MVP. Or I don't know what kind of golfer he is, but closest to the pin this year will replace the longest drive. This is what the Pro Bowl has become in addition to three seven-on-seven flag football games. So... We probably shouldn't get too bent out of shape one way or the other who did and who didn't go. Mm-hmm. But I did find myself immediately. I did this for you, Googles. I pulled poor Mike DiRocco aside as he walked in, mm-hmm. and I scolded his ESPN, him for his ESPN ties and a dude who listed 14 snubs and didn't include Evan Ingram, who to me is the number one snub. But I digress. Josh Allen did make the Pro Bowl for the second time in his career. So, uh, E.T., if I get some pop music, uh, pop quiz music, oh, please. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I love a pop quiz here with the Dreamfinders Home segment, 20 think, locations in Jacksonville. I think you're just smart enough, mm-hmm. wise enough, mm-hmm. Jag-centric enough okay. that you can get all 10, but I will put the over-under at 9.5 because there, there may, you may get tripped up. Okay. Josh Allen is going to the Pro Bowl for the second time in his career. He joins 10 other Jaguars who were multiple Pro Bowlers. 10 other Jags have been to the Pro Bowl more than once. Well, I believe Don Anthony Baselli. He did? Five time Pro Bowler. Has. Multiples, huh? Multiple Pro Bowls. And by the way, a bunch of guys have been to at least three. Mm-hmm. In fact, here's what I got I got uh, uh, one, two, Jimmy. Three. Jimmy's Four, five, six, seven, eight have been to at least three. Uh, Jimmy has been to five. He's tied with Tony Baselli for the franchise lead. Pretty sure Calais got back-to-back. Uh, Calais actually went back-to-back-to-back. Okay. All, although, that may not be true. Actually, let me double-check that. Yeah, 17 to 19. All three years, Calais mm-hmm. Campbell. So, yeah, he is uh, correct. You've gotten seven of the ten. I mean, three of the ten. Seven left. Pretty sure... Um, I don't know Jalen's ever missed one, so I'd say uh, him. Yeah, Jalen as a Jag went to three. All right, you got we have Josh Allen, right? Uh, Josh is, is he uh, one there's of the ten. ten? No, there's ten. Oh. He's one of the eleven. Pretty sure Mojo's going to multiple. Uh, Mojo went to three. Uh, 2009 to 2011. So you're getting the, the multiple guys. 
I mean, like the more than more than two. I'm pretty sure. Selly five, Jimmy five, Mojo, Calais, sure. and Jalen all with three so far. I'm pretty sure Tony's buddy's gone too multiples I, I i think he at least two i'd say i'm pretty sure i've seen pictures of mark in that hawaii back in the hawaii days with the lay around his neck etc oh well my little known reminder mm -hmm. 1996 mark burnell was the mvp, MVP. of the pro bowl game and he made yeah two other appearances as uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the afc three for brunel okay all right he went in 96 97 and 99 how many have i gotten you have uh four left oh, i'm sorry there was only, I was wrong, there was only nine. I've, I've lifted a, listed a guy twice. So you have three left. There were nine others. Josh made it 10. Three others with multiple Pro Bowl appearances. I'm, there's an obvious one here, dude. There's an obvious one. There's a, because I'm going to give you some hints, right? That's fair. This is Dragon. Yeah. A pair, this pair of teammates are linked. They're linked and they would, they. Big boys? Yeah, Stroud oh, yeah. and Henderson. Stroud and Henderson. Yeah, yeah both, both, both uh, Stroud had three and Henderson had two. So you got one left, and this is why it was placed at nine and a half. Okay, so this is a – well, I, I got one in my head that I could guess that I think – I don't know if he went to two, though. I know he went to one, and I know why he went to one, and but there are other guys. I think like, you're in the right neighborhood, wrong street. I think you want to say Kasim Osgood or no? No. Okay. Well, then you might be right. Say it. Well, it would be Montel Owens. Montel Owens. Oh. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Special teamer. We had the special. Yeah. Uh, I thought I think, Hardy only went to Hardy, didn't Yeah, Hardy only went to one. One? Yeah, he went in 99. They all Brackets. went in 99. We all, 19, are you ready? 1999. Yeah, we sent a Brunel, yeah. Jimmy, yeah. Brackens, yeah. Hardy, yeah. Carnell Lake, Leon Searcy, and that's it. All those guys went. Yeah. So, yeah, in 1999, we had seven. We had uh, Bissell. Brunel, uh, Bacell, Baselli, Brunel, Jimmy, Brackens, Hardy, Lake, Cersei. And I, 2017, did we have six? Uh, 2017, we had Bouye, Bouye, Calais, Malik, Yannick, Jalen, and Telvin. Yeah. Oh. Uh, since 2014, only one official home builder of the Jags. That's DreamFinders. Quality build homes, speedy move-in process, 20-plus communities in the best locations in Northeast Florida. DreamFinders Homes is everywhere you want to live. They will help you navigate your home purchase. Visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all your moving ready homes and step up your game. Jeff, I want to bounce this off you. And this is what I don't like about, well, there's a million things I don't like about college football. But I wanted, I want to bounce this one off you. Okay. These are the odds to win the Natty Championship next year. Early odds. By the way, my spies, we each have spies yes. embedded in the program. Yes. Are telling me yes. that we're going to get a... A bright burst of portal, portal yeah. news yeah. for Billy Napier, which is including including pup, which is much needed. So yes, and my response to said mole, good. I need some. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, we should. Right. Yeah. Okay, we odds should. to win it next year. Uh, I mean, it's the same guy. Of course, it is. Why wouldn't it be? Now, who has broken into the party? UGA is five to one. They're they're every year. Yep. Bama is eleven to two. Ohio State is seven to one. How can Ohio State be seven to one with no with questions at quarterback? Right I don't. Know, I think Ohio that's State. silly. But mm -hmm. they're Ohio State. That's silly. That's the kind of I'm silly panache that they carry. Oh, Texas is nine to one. Okay, kind of broken in. Yeah. Is there, Texas come to the SEC? Is there, Texas is joy ride is over. They're now nine and four for the rest of their life. Is there any chance? The SEC is going to be such a grind, and so will the Big Ten for that matter. Is there any chance that 
Texas encourages Quinn Ewers to go pro or go elsewhere to open the door for Arch Manning. I don't think you can sit Arch Manning two years in a row. He'll transfer. Don't you think? He says he's not. He well, met he's dumb. Media. He met the media. Although he makes three three million a year no, to play he backup. He said that's forty not. million. What is he going to tell you the truth? He said I'm not even close to Brock Purdy. He's eight seventy. So who okay. knows? Yeah. That's what he said. I got you. There was a great picture. Well, hopefully he's doing okay because I know the family's hurting. There was a great picture. And the family's been great about that, too. They've ignored everything. I, I think sure. they've handled it. There's perfectly. plenty of money in the family is all I was saying. There was a great s- picture snarky way. at Sugar Bowl Media Day. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is played where? New Orleans. Who's from New Orleans? The Mannings. Right. So there's this picture. And Quinn Ewers is in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And he's at a podium. Where yeah, he, it's starter. media day. Sure. And he's like this. And there is not... One person talking okay. to him. Mm-hmm. Behind him is Arch Manning with like 50 media members. I think what you have to do if you're, if you're, if you're Texas is, uh-huh. you know, to your point of does he go pro? Do you encourage him to go pro? Do you encourage No, but you have, you have to be honest in a quarterback battle. And if yours is better and gives you a better chance, you got to be willing to sit Arch Manning, the number one prospect for, for all those year. years, for another year. You yeah. have to be willing to do that. They might. Because if you let him battle – and you see the ceiling of Manning, but he, quite frankly, isn't better right now. Then might not that's be. that's bad. Yeah, he might not. Now, you be. can't do that to your team anyway. Like I said, it's over for Texas. It's back to being Texas. You're gonna go nine and four every year, man. I got good classes. I don't care. I got our five star safety. Yeah, uh, they, they got LSU and Bama and, and yeah. Texas A&M and Auburn. They got them all. They're gonna lose three, four times a year. Georgia. They just yeah. I think with a true playoff <sighs> coming, you may see a team lose. Three or four. Two or three yeah. and win a natty. Well, when How we, about that? Well, when we get to the point, ultimately, where there's only two conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it should be because it's more like it's pro football. It's pro football sure light, is. dude. Sure it is. It's pro I football mean, light. We talked about who we chronicled who Michigan plays next year. Washington, Texas, uh, Oregon, SC, Ohio State, Penn State. I mean, we're down the list here. I mean, they got Michigan a- plays Texas? Yeah. In the SEC? Yeah. Huh. They have an out-of-conference game with Texas. Yeah, all, all these teams. And, and right. here's what we got to do, and you have to do it immediately, okay? Mm-hmm. We got to immediately start factoring in, like, for real, for real, what, what schedules mean. Like, in other words, you can't let, you know. Well, for real, for real, you said it didn't matter about the Texas-Bama game this year. So you say now it should matter. I'm talking about overall record. I'm not saying head to head. I'm right. saying you get, it matters who you played. All twelve and yeah. like, there could be there could be years, okay, where a nine and four is legit better than a thirteen and one. Well, for sure, twelve and two or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I get it. I, I don't disagree with that. But it's going to be you know, and again, that's in the end, that's that might be for spots, you know. 11, 12, 13, 14, so whatever. I will anyway, say Georgia, tw- Bama, Ohio State, Texas, Michigan, LSU, 12 to 1, Oregon, 12 to 1, Ole Miss, 14 to 1, FSU, 18 to 1, Penn State, 25 to 1, Vols, 25 to 1. I, you know, and would you be comfortable saying the Natty Champ is in there? Uh, uh, not, uh, comfortable, yeah, but certain, no. Like, I don't think. 
There's Look, some in there that you are think ridiculous. FSU's winning? FSU has no chance to win the national title yeah, next you year. Think? None. Yeah, I don't think so. Zero. Yeah. They have the same chance of winning the national title that Florida does. Oh, heavens, I don't know about that. I do. Okay. Yeah, no chance of winning the national title. Harsh. Not near good. No, it's not harsh. I, this was their year. They got screwed. Yeah. The, the committee screwed them. They did not give them the opportunity to prove that it was their year despite winning all their games. But next year, no, their loss is coming next year. They've lost way too much. Just so you know, the way too early SEC quarterback rankings are out, and the number one quarterback coming back next year, according to this, is Quinn Ewers. Okay. Well, so then, maybe Texas won't be, you know. Right, well, there you go. Number two is Carson Beck. Okay. Number three is Jackson Dart, who's also returned. Yeah, he's been very good. Number four is Jalen Milrow. Number five is Brady Cook. Is Brady Cook back again? I guess. Missouri, by the way, could win 11 or 12 next year. Missouri's a real good yeah, dark except horse. Except for that schedule, dude. No, they, they have a very manageable Oh, see, I haven't looked at the very schedule. Very manageable I'm just, I'm just going by just insinuation. Number right? six is Nico, whatever her name is. Number seven is Nussmeyer. Graham Mertz, still no respect. Eight, he should be ahead of Nico and Nussmeyer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for anyway. sure. I mean, based on the year he had. But yeah. then there's also the fact that he may not be playing by week four. Oh, that's true. Right? I mean, who knows? If you get the number one prize, you don't, we don't, we don't, like, dicker around here, by the way. Yeah. This is, this is, this is so like, oh gosh, what was the kid's name, Hick? Ingle Martin. Or was it Ingle Martin? No, no, that's a, who was the guy that was there and then Leak took the job? Was it, it was Ingle Martin. Yeah, he started against the Canes. The Canes. Yeah. And they brought Leak in that game. And by week three, Leak was the guy. And that, you know, you have to be willing to throw, you know, you throw Graham Merch off that same cliff. And doing it and giving giving Leak that playing time and getting him ready, it, it resulted in a natty two years later. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. And, uh... I think that people, we're coming off the holidays. There's a lot of, you know, some 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 stuff can go sideways during the holidays. And, you want me you know, to dig out the, the letters? Yeah, the email is like, they, right. they're, they're, like I got one dude here says, look, I, I sent you all a letter and I didn't okay. hear. And then <laughs> I sent right. another one and all I haven't right. heard. Or, you know, can you guys do advice this week? And okay. we don't want to. You know, pigeonhole ourselves into this, you know, just simple advice column. Some of what's happening out there in our community that was alarming. Mm-hmm. And so as lifetime members here of the community and, well, quite frankly, stalwarts of the community. Some letters. We're going to give you some some proper advice for just some of the scenarios that are smacking you in the face out there. So stick to uh, stick around and stay tuned for that. It's Custom Tree Surgeons Thursday on The Drill. Guggins want it. They're going to get it. It's time. Oh, yeah. Let me get some letters out here. I'll do some Dear Abby here. Dig deep into here. Fine. We got a few on here, as you can see on the video. <laughs> e, can I get a little in your letter? That's kind of what I like. Oh, that's even better. Uh, here we go. Dear Drill, I am the uh, father of four. Okay. Two boys and two girls. Fertile. Ranging in age from late teens to mid-twenties. Okay. I was extremely close with all of them until my divorce seven years ago. Most would say they were closer to me than their mom. Okay. My boys still talk to me. We have a great relationship, but my two girls stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. To this day, I send each of them a check for $150 on their birthdays and on Christmas. Girls sure do cash their checks, but they never send a text or email or thank you. My feelings border on hurt and anger. Should I send one last check explaining how they've hurt me and tell them goodbye or continue sending checks hoping they'll contact me in the future? 
It isn't easy for me to afford 150 eight times a year. Well, my answer would be, yeah. All right, well, it didn't take long to get through this thing. It's it's all about you, friend. So do whatever you uh, want to do, whatever makes you feel good. Those are your kids. Obviously, I can tell by your insistence on getting angry yeah. at your children who yeah. have been through now a divorce and a split family. The, the fact that you're angry with them makes me wonder just exactly what the parameters of the divorce were. And maybe there's a reason that your girls are a little bit. So be a dad and don't have it ranked by appreciation of 150 bucks or don't e man listen there's a reason why they don't talk to you no more uh-huh. there is a reason uh-huh. so papa mm-hmm. keep sending that 150 mm-hmm. and just deal with it figure yeah. it out yeah keep sending that 150 all right uh dear drill this is a little awkward this one um Mm. It's one of those situations that some of us may have fallen into. We all have one of these stories, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My coworker this said. This one time at band camp. Yeah. Oh, no. Dear Drill, my coworker <laughs> sent a save the date cards to everyone a year ago. My husband and I are looking forward to attending her wedding. Okay. Right? We get to save the date first. That's yeah. How it works we have now. one of those sitting on our fridge from uh, the cool in the gang wedding. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah. she then had a wedding planner or a friend send the actual invitations via email. Everyone in the office got theirs. I didn't. Okay. When I found out, I told two other coworkers I hadn't received an invitation and speculated that the sender might have misspelled my name in the email. Mm-hmm. I thought they would say something to the bride or someone would follow up when I didn't RSVP. I didn't want to put the bride on the spot by addressing her directly. Okay. Well, nothing's happened. All right. Now everyone in the office is gushing with the bride about how wonderful her wedding was, and I'm afraid she may think I didn't care to attend or even bother to RSVP. Is there a polite way to let the bride know I didn't receive an emailed wedding invitation without looking desperate or embarrassing her? Are emailed invitations a new thing with weddings? No, you did not bother with an invitation or an RSVP. You made her wedding about you. Oh, no. If you had questions about whether or not you were invited, Uh walk down the hall and say, hey, I know I got to save the date. I'm looking forward to the wedding, but I didn't get an invitation. Has anything changed? Simple as that. Then accept the answer that comes back. But instead, you were too chicken bleep. She was. To just get the answer? What is wrong with people today, man? So scary. She didn't want to embarrass. That's it, not before the wedding. There's no awkward. It's a little no, awkward. No, it's no. If, if it wasn't awkward to get a save the date card, if yeah. you're close enough to get that card in the beginning. Yeah. And everyone else is, because the odds are, by the way, that yeah. it was a mishap. E? This but is, you should ask before. Like, I didn't want to tell her that maybe they sent the wrong address. Well, ask her before the wedding, especially if you wanted to go. Here's what it sounds like to me. You didn't really, you weren't dying to go to the wedding. Or you'd have gone. And now you want to be hurt on the other side? Come on, man. Yeah. This is a classic case of making yourself comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. Okay. Okay. You walk down that aisle okay. or that hall, uh-huh. and you say, "Hey, I got my save the date. I know okay. the wedding is coming up. I would like to RSVP." Yeah, there you go. Now you sh- and she would say, "You should have got an email." Or, "Hey, we had to pare down the list, and you accept it either way. Who cares?" Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now you know how to move forward. Spoiler alert! Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert! If mm-hmm. I walk down the hall with that same question, please tell me you pared down the wedding, and we're not, and we're not on the list anymore. Tell me that. We'll talk after the show. (laughs) One more. We have time for Dear Drill. Okay. All right. I have a brother-in-law. All right. I have no contact with because he's jealous of my success and has made violent threats towards me. Okay. And it's certainly because it's not because of your humility, friend. That's not why Every holiday and family function, when mom asks me to come, I say, well, is Mr. Violent going to be there? Her answer is always, I can't tell him he's not invited. 
It always turns out that my wife and kids attend, and I go either to work or to a bar to watch sports because I don't want to be around this person whom I cannot stand. Mm -hmm. How should I handle this? I'm considering moving far away from my family. Um, Here's how you should uh, handle it. Can you... Can you say that? <laughs> um, I can't say the words that would imply mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. level of sissy that this guy is, no, bro. No, that's what I would say. Hey, sissy boy, go okay. do whatever you want to do. Ain't no one gonna miss you. Come on, man. <laughs> Mommy, is the big mean man gonna be there? I'll send the wife and kids though, but I'm gonna hide and stay home. What in the world, bro? And he's jealous of you? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's jealous of a dude who stays home and hides while his wife and kids go to the family Christmas dinner. I, yeah, I again, I don't. I, I'm getting where I'm not good at this anymore. I think I've disconnected from like mm. rational common sense. E? <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. You scared a big boy? Scared so of So you won't go to the family? Mr. Violent. Man, if you don't get your scary, mm-hmm. yeah. take right. him on to the sports Sissy bar. boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a sissy. We don't care what you do. So stay away then, you big sissy. Some of the dear and, yeah, drill but, letters but, today. But the reason, by, by the way, the reason is because he's jealous of him. How <laughs> successful he is. Right. All right. We'll make the turn for home when we come back right here on The Drill. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, Tony. Tony's back. Uh, how are you? Doing all right. Good, good, good. What do you guys got cooking on a Thursday of Jaguars today? We'll have D-Rock in with us, and we'll do the breakfast bowl thing. And I heard uh, Birdie say you might take an L on the last. <laughs> is this the last one, or is there one more? Uh, this is the last week. Okay. Uh, we are buying next week for one another again. Okay. Right? So, But we will wrap up whoever's going to win. Who's winning? Dempsey and I are within about... 10, 12 points of each uh, other for who's going to win the whole thing. That's and fun. one of us will get our name on the trophy for the second time. The first okay. one to get their name on the trophy uh, two times. So we'll see. All right, I Coming like down to the last week, we'll get into that in the second hour of the program. Our question of the day today asking, if the Jaguars beat the Titans on Sunday, will you consider the regular season to have been a success? Your options in the poll? Yes. Division champions? Duh. Yes. Exceeded expectations? No. Expected more or no? Bad home record. Yeah, I, th- I think if you win a South, knowing our franchise, Correct. you got to clap it up. For you got to read the room. You got to look in the mirror here. Yeah. There's certain programs that maybe you could yeah. say that winning the division. It, 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 uh, we got to keep in mind all the injuries to yeah. important positions. If they somehow gut through, get to 10 wins, yeah. win the division, have a home playoff game, I'm okay with that for now. I'm not going to speed up that, that timeline that much. Yeah, I, it's my thought, too. Yeah. All right, well, have a great show. Thank you. Mike and Tony, it's Jaguars today. It's coming up momentarily. E! Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! Well, they say if you're just, you know, fat, dumb, and stupid, you can't really go through life life. with much success. Well, we learned today that you can always throw darts, and you'll do just fine. Flounder. Why flounder? Uh, Why not? E! And shout out to uh, Josh Allen and Ross Madison. Yep. For uh, making it to the Pro Bowl, man. Congratulations. All right. All right. Well, have a great day, you everybody. Think of dominating Jaguar players this year, and if Ross Madison doesn't come to mind first, you haven't been paying attention. I kind of didn't like your Luke Littler take. <laughs> hey, that's your guy. <laughs>